0: Welcome back, you Degenerates, to the special edition bra- Bracket Breaking Boys Betting the Diagonal one and only episode. I'm so right. I, I can't wait. I'm If you guys haven't noticed, I did not nine or ten pages of notes today. I am ready to go. I've spent too much money on brackets. Boys, how are we feeling? I'm
1: feeling elated that that's the only term I can use right now for the fact that actually as elated as I am, I'm as upset that I, ha- that I have two days off of watching something that I've watched every day for the past four months. Yeah, I don't know what to do with myself right now. What am I going to do tomorrow? Watch Liverpool? No. Like, no, I'm. I'm not going to. That's that's the answer. That's some, uh, a good I'm, NBA action. Just I'm so definitely not going to watch the NBA. That's for damn sure. Morgan, how you feeling?
2: I'm ecstatic. I'm elated about <laughs> what we have coming down the line for us.
3: <laughs> it's. We've been. I've been waiting <laughs> for
2: this for freaking twenty four months, basically. It feels like it's been an eternity since our last tournament game. I, I'm, I'm so pumped. We were sitting there today, and I, really, I texted both of you guys. We were getting ready for this call, and I was on my way back from the shore and everything, was, and I could not wait. I, even down there, I was sitting there all day just waiting to see some of these picks. I didn't realize, Greg, when I was talking about this, when you disappeared to go handle your business. Um, we were talking that we didn't – it was a shame that the uh, bracket, the selection special – was earlier instead of later. You know, mm-hmm. instead of like a more primetime hour around seven or eight o'clock so we could have all seen it. But it's a great day to be alive. We're so excited that it's back. I I I, I
0: I'm happy. I'm in my happy <laughs> place. <laughs> Me I'm too, sitting on man. my
2: couch tonight because I'm just wanna get comfy and just watch every game.
0: Yeah, I'm on the couch and for the first time ever Greg is in the office. I'm in the uh, office, baby. We were supposed to have the uh the free labor machine, also known as Sean on the podcast, but a windstorm blew his internet out, and I know it to be true because I'm good friends with him, and a slight breeze turns his power off. So, um, unfortunately, he won't be here tonight. He was going to give us the uh, the nitty and gritty of which which mascots he thinks he's <laughs> making, you know? But, boys, I'm going to start it off. Let's keep it simple, boys. Who do you got? Who do you got to win the championship? All right.
1: Um... I got two teams here that... The only one I, of them can win I the chance. I, I know. Question. <laughs> one. Okay. <laughs> Who All you right. got? If I, if I had to pick one, I'm going to go Gonzaga. That's my boy. But I love to hear. If I had a second option... And a second gun to your head. A second gun to my head, I would go Oklahoma State.
0: Ooh, I like that. I hate it. They had to get through Baylor again, but I don't hate it. Morgan, we've got, got, if you say Loyola, Maryland, you're off, uh, Loyola, Chicago, you're off the show. So it's really
2: (laughs) kind of upsetting to me because I'm still kind of reviewing the bracket and all. And the first two names, teams that jumped off the page to me that I'm looking at and seeing them getting there is Gonzaga and Oklahoma State. (laughs) So for Uh, sure, I I, I like those. I, I love Illinois, but I think Oklahoma State can take Illinois. Um, I don't think Baylor is getting there. I think that, uh, Texas Tech is going to take down Baylor. Um, Bama, maybe. I, I, can, I like Bama. I, I think
0: they're I having can see, in one bracket in my final I four. I don't
2: think, I think Michigan goes down. If they don't go down to LSU in the 32, I think, I don't think they get past Florida State. So I think Bama could come out of the East. I think Gonzaga has a pretty easy easy road to get there. Um, yeah, I I'd, I I'd say Bama, Gonzaga, and OK State are the th- my are the three that I think I'm gonna just for the sake of the
0: episode and the show and it to be different. I'm gonna go Bama. I don't hate that. I have them the, the original bracket I did the second I was able to my final four was Gonzaga, Bama, Baylor, West Virginia.
2: I mean, the odds are we're going to be wrong, right, boys? We're not going to have a perfect bracket. You know why? Because, boys, you want to know what the odds of you having that perfect bracket is? What? What do you think the, what do you think the odds of that I would love to are? know. What do you think the odds are? Well, let me tell you real quick, all right? You have a better chance of, in this very moment, right now, getting struck by lightning, becoming president, getting attacked by a shark, all in the same life than getting the perfect bracket. The odds for you to get this perfect bracket are one. In 9.2 quintillion.
1: Now, how oh, many zeros is there. that? How many zeros? In I, was, I, was,
2: I was just reading it off to Billy. It's a fucking long-ass number. It was at least... Hold on, let me try to remember. It was at least 16 zeros. Wow. wow zeros. It just kept going forever. Um, I didn't know quintillion was actually even a number. I thought numbers just stopped after trillion, pretty much. <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm sure trillion, I just assumed it was infinity. Um, yep. it I mean, as well, we know, more not good at math. Chances of winning, so your chances aren't right, you know. But hey, if you get a perfect bracket, you're that one in a bajillion, billion, quintillion, you know. Yeah,
0: mm-hmm. I'd I love mean, to see it. I mean, I've, like I, I spoke about it on the last episode. People could do their brackets all different sorts of ways, you know. People who don't know, like there's people in our in our uh, betting diagonal bracket. They don't watch Jared doesn't watch college basketball. He's gonna pick from the from the mascots. Somebody like me, I overthink things. I I, I never do too well. But you know, it all depends how you do it. Now some there's people only, look at stats, some people look only, at the history. What do you got, Morgan? There's only
2: one thing in life that is more of a guarantee than you not hitting a perfect bracket. And that's that Greg's guarantees are not gonna win. That's fair. That's it. That's the only other certainty in life you have. You have a there's the worst. The only worst odds you'll ever find is taking one of Greg's guarantees for a ride to win. And That's it's like. All right. Nine point three quintillion.
0: <laughs> like I was yeah. saying, you, everybody does their bracket differently. You know, some people with big mascots, jersey colors, you know, what kind of shoes people wear. One of my favorite things that I found, you know, just researching how people do their brackets, is what what kind of outfit the coach wears. Like, what kind of tie he wears. Does he wear, like, a polo? You know, does he does he do, you know, he's wearing sneakers, loafers, what kind of hairstyle he has. You never know. You never know. But, um, do you guys use any of that silly stuff? Mascots? If you don't know the team, you were look uh, uh, looking for an upset, can't decide between two teams. Oh, no, where do you never, I have never. so many
2: silly stats <laughs> I'm going to filter them in But I'll give you a silly stat right at the bat Because we're kind of talking about Uniforms and what coaches wear And different stuff uh, Fun fact boys 14 out of the last 15 championships Champion teams Have had the color blue in their uniform in some fashion Yeah. The only team that has not Was Louisville in 13 And even that's questionable Because that title was vacated so, we really could say 14 of the last 14.
0: That's that's a not good bad. stat. A maybe stat. that means... Looks good for Gonzaga. Looks good for Gonzaga, not looks. so good for Alabama and Oklahoma State. Yeah, looks good for West Virginia, too. All right, let's not get too crazy now. Come I'm, on, color, I'm colorblind. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. <laughs> um, I want to talk real quick about two teams that I thought got snubbed. Uh, first off, Belmont. 100%. <laughs> oh, my God. How do you win 26 games and not make it in?
2: Absolutely. Unbelievable. The fact that Drake gets at least the,
0: the at-large
2: or the yeah. play-in game and Belmont doesn't, come on, give me a break. Yeah. Like, I so, get you throw in Michigan State, UCLA. They're blue bloods. The names are massive. Okay, I get
1: it. Come on, though. You're, gonna, you're not going to put Belmont in. That's unbelievable. I don't feel too strongly about that as you guys do. How dare you? I really don't. Ooh, blasphemy. I mean, for the fact that, you know, they, they fought their way to the championship game. They knew what they needed to do to get in. And Moorhead State beat them. And now Moorhead State's in oh, the 13th seed. State. Whoa. I...
0: That... Um, for, so <laughs> fans
1: know I just want to ask you a
0: question, Greg. Yes. Oh, sh- okay, do you sure. think that a team who went 26-4, and four dominated all year, deserves it, deserve to get in more than a team who struggled all year and just barely got in, say.
1: I mean, um, absolutely. I would love to see Belmont in over Rutgers. Like, I would love to see Belmont in over Clemson. I want to see Belmont versus Belmont instead of Clemson versus
0: Rutgers. Amen. I'd rather see
1: Arkansas Pine Bluff versus Chicago State than Rutgers-Clemson.
0: No, you wouldn't. You definitely wouldn't. <laughs> uh, it would make for some uh, entertaining basketball. Well, like even I like suppose. this next team. Like I think that this matchup would been great. Belmont versus the next team I'm about to talk about is Colorado State. You know they kind of did it to themselves. Mm-hmm. If, if you watch that game against Utah State, you know it was a close game. I mean, most people didn't watch it. It was on until three a.m. East Coast time. But their best player in uh, Roddy, seven straight possessions drove straight to Nemus Keita, a.k.a. the best player nobody knows, and seven times he got blocked. The guy ended up with nine blocks. The Heat single-handedly threw the game. I get it. But all year, they were a great team. You know, I, I think they they deserve to get in. And good for them that they still have a slight chance in case somebody gets COVID or something. They're mm-hmm. still on standby.
2: By Virginia.
0: Yeah. Goodbye, Virginia, possibly. No, they're, they're most likely staying in, you know. Um, besides that, I just want to talk about some quick ter- trends as far as, like, the seeds go before we start running down games. I can't wait to get to games. Um, the first one, at least one double-digit seed has made it to the Sweet 16 every year since two thousand eighteen. Uh, 2008. The next one, 6-11 seed games have been... 50%, 14 for 14 since 2013. 7 versus 10. One of, one of the most, like, most people pick the 10 seed over the 7 seed. You know, it's kind of an even matchup. The 7 seed has won 90, 99 times out of 64 times. So, it's not as, not as even keeled as you think. And uh, two times at the last five tournaments, the 12 seeds have swept the 5 seeds, which is what I'm thinking is going to happen this year. If you guys look mm. at one of my brackets, it's a little bit wild. Which one of which one of those like um like five five twelve six, 11, seven, 10s do you guys love to fade most?
1: Love to fade as like, in fade As the in five like, seed? Hate,
0: hate the dog.
1: Yeah. Um let me just make sure I have everything <laughs> in <point. laughs> I have a full sweep. Of 12 over fives. That's my got. <laughs> I didn't even realize I did. But at this current moment, I have a full sweep of 12 over fives. I have,
2: I have three out of four 12s taking down fives. The only one I have surviving is Tennessee.
0: Yep. Me yeah, as well. that, yeah, that's the one I am up in the air about. I'm up in the air about two of them. Cause I think Fun that's... fact, though, real quick, while we're
2: talking 12 seeds, boys. You know what the furthest a twelve seed has ever gone is? Elite eight. The elite eight, correct? Loyal. That was M- Missouri in two thousand two. The furthest a, a twelve seed mm-hmm. has ever gone.
1: Loyal Chicago a couple years ago. What were they an eight seed? They were thirteen, if I'm not mistaken.
0: Yeah. Thirteen. I don't remember who they faced. Um. But boys, are you fishy ready? I'm officially well,
2: ready. Well, we want to talk a little bit more trends before we go into some of these games. Because I mean, boys, I, or do you just want me to throw one out there after every yeah, game? Throw I, one out every there. Day.
0: I know you have a you bunch got, of them. We got a won, lot. Right, We're going through stats. all. Oh, first baby. off, real quick, before we get into it, I'm going to break these down into different segments when I put them out onto YouTube, so you don't have to listen to us talk for four hours or three hours or however long this is going to go. I'm going to try to make it easier for people who are only looking for certain information. Make life a little bit easier. But um so every time we go through one of these regions I'm gonna stop and just fucking repeat that for you guys. But hit me with hit me with a one more trend then we're gonna get into it, Morgan. Let's do it. Alright, boys, we'll do a little bit of an easier
2: trend. It was the lowest seed to ever win the title. What do you think it was? So and- doing the question game, dude, we just did it for an hour. <laughs> <laughs> Fine, whatever. Lowest seed that's ever won was an eight seed. It was Yukon.:: Vill- Villanova in 1985. <laughs> yep. It was Ralph, Ralph Sampson on that trained, team, right? I swear to God. I'm going to get right. triggered at this nonsense. <laughs> Who was it? Villanova in 85 as an 8 seed. Oh,
0: uh, that's typical. You just pull up a Villanova stat.
2: That is the lowest
0: seed you ever have won the tourney. Fun fact, you're going to hear a lot about Ralph Sampson, a lot about Kemba Walker, and a oh lot about God. UConn. Because we just while like trying to figure out like the how we were gonna record, see if Sean was coming. We did a we did a nice nice little like Family Feud edition of just like basic fucking you know trends and stats and whatnot. And you know we're we're of the opinion that Ralph Sampson and Kemba Walker the greatest two players to ever play a game. <laughs> Absolutely, <laughs> boys! <laughs> without further ado, let's 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 kick it right into the West because gonna win, right? Yep, okay, I, I would say so. Um, don't you have that that, <laughs> that stat that only one, one seed has lost? And that was Duke, one hundred and thirty-five and one. Yeah, this one one seed
2: has lost. It was Virginia.
0: Oh, Virginia, right? Um, what was I going to say? It's the only other this is the only team in NCAA history to have three players in the top twenty-five Wooden Award race. It's impressive. Very. They, they have three NBA players on their team. Ready to go. And I talked about this last time, but for those who you weren't listening to a regular show, I know this is special edition. I know this is prime time. Uh, last time Duke and Kentucky both were out of the tournament was in 1975. And that same year, Indiana ran the table, went undefeated, and won the big dance. So, shout out to the Gonzaga Bulldogs. Hopefully they win it because we kind of want them to. But without, you know, they're going to win this game. There's nothing to say about it. You skip over it. For the one seed, for the most part, we're just going to skip over them, boys and girls. You know, there's a lot of games we got to get into. The next one, I love. This is going to be a good game. Uh, It's going to be Oklahoma versus Missouri. Eight versus nine seed. We're going right through the bracket. The way you read it on your computer. You're not going across. You're going straight down and to the left side. This is going to be the Sooners versus the Tigers. We're going red and white jerseys, black and yellow jerseys. You want to talk about some suits? I got suits for every single coach. (laughs) Every coach, hairstyles, whatever you need. Old school suit guy for Oklahoma. But he could have a heart attack because he's so old. Uh, Missouri coach, from what I noticed, sc- scrolling through Google, scrolling through old tape, almost always wears a matching tie with his home and away jerseys. A little something you might want to look into. Oh, that's big time. I love it. Dude, you're going to love some of these. I, know you didn't, I didn't know you didn't get a chance to read them all. You're going to love some of these. Um, <clears throat> the last time and the only time these two met in the tournament was in 2002, and the Sooners won 81-75. to 75. Who do you guys like? If you guys have a reason why, let me know. Let's start with Morgan. What do you got? I like
2: Oklahoma. Um, I was on Oklahoma earlier this week for conference type games and everything. I stated on our last episode of Belly Diagonal that I like Oklahoma because they were only a top 10 ranked team only a few weeks ago. They ran into a little bit of a tough stretch. However, um, I think they're the better team. They're a more consistent team right now. Um, and I, I just think they can take them down. Plain, plain and simple. I don't, I'm not going to go crazy with it. But, yeah, I'm not going to go nuts. I'm going to go with what my gut says on this one.
0: Greg, what do you got?
1: Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm going to side with Morgan here as well. I ah, like Oklahoma. I got to switch. Get, uh, you're, starting you a you're starting that already? You're starting that already? Yeah, but I like Oklahoma to take down Missouri just for the fact that Oklahoma is the more consistent team, like Morgan said. Uh, the Big 12 is a ton stronger than the SEC, I would say. And, you know, I think they got a good lie here for the fact that they're in eight seed, starting out against the nine. I mean, actually, I think they got actually, now that I look at it, they got a terrible lie for the fact that when they beat Missouri, they're going to have to go up against Gonzaga. And nobody wants to do that until it's a championship game. So, I think they get through Missouri just for the fact that they... Uh, they have a pretty upperclassman-esque team. You know, Bradley, uh, Brady Manic, Austin Reeves. You know, these guys are bad men. You know, when <laughs> when, it's, when it's time to, uh, you know, take these boys to uh, the hard court, they, they make it happen. You know, and they're playing team outside the Big 12, so I think they're going to fare well.
0: Yeah, I'm on the same side. And I do think... For all the reasons why you guys are. I'm not going to get into it. If I disagree, I'll just I'll state my reasons why. Um, you know, I think that... Actually, I don't hate their, their life against Gonzaga. I think out of this whole region, they're probably the most equipped to beat Gonzaga because they do have the experience, and they do play the team, and they do play defense. Mm-hmm. But I do think Gonzaga eventually beats them. But if... If Gonzaga can get, get past Oklahoma, I think it's pretty smooth sailing for them to get into the championship round. Um, uh, the Next one, we're going to go right into that dreaded 5 versus 12. And I, I know we talked about this a lot be- right before we started recording. This is our favorite, favorite, second favorite game. Second favorite 5-12 game, for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, creating Blue Jays against uh, the Santa Barbara uh, Gauchos I think it's like a, I'm not really sure what a gaucho is. Um, <clears throat> it's blue and white versus blue and gold for those people who are just choosing colors. Um, allegedly, Doug McDermott's a racist. I'm neither here nor there. I didn't say it. The media said it. Um, Santa Barbara, the coach is like a plain suit guy. You know, it's not like, he's like a men's wear suit guy. He's not tailored. He's nothing special. You know, plain, plain blue tie. Very simple man. Love my meat and potatoes kind of guy. That that's all he mm-hmm. is. That's all he is. Um Creighton got embarrassed in the garden the other night. To uh to a scrappy little Georgetown bunch. Um and Santa Barbara's a top one hundred team. They're ranked eighty ninth in the country. Like as far as like the true rankings go. Mm-hmm. Um they really had no problem beating anybody in their conference. They they let one slip, but besides that, I don't mm-hmm. see any any mishaps with them? What do you guys got? Let's start with Greggy. Yeah, so
1: I have UC Santa Barbara for the upset win here. Uh, in terms of spread on this game, it's 7. So I think that's way too much. Um, Santa Barbara, they can shoot the ball. And supposedly so could Creighton. Until they couldn't halfway through the season. And they've just been in a slump of all slumps. And, you know, they struggle to put up 60 points on nights now. It's it's crazy. Um, so, I'm going to take Santa Barbara for the win here. 12 over 5. Um, I think that they step up for the occasion. Morgan, what do you
0: got?
2: This sucks.
1: I also like Santa
2: Barbara. Uh, to, to win this game, um, as I'm kind of rolling through it as well. Creighton's coming off with just an embarrassing shellacking to Georgetown. Santa Barbara has been playing very well. Um, I have some interesting little tidbits about Santa Barbara. Um, one of the things I really like right now is they, they uh, protect the ball a little bit more than Creighton does. Um, right now, going head to head, turnovers per game, Santa Barbara will be 10.8. Whereas Creighton would be 11.1. So it's not a huge difference, but that one turnover there could be, you know, that's going to be a three point play very quickly going on for them, for each team. Uh, Creighton, on paper, should be the better team. But I think with everything, all the outside noise going on with McDermott, with just getting embarrassed by Georgetown,
0: that's a fragile team right now for sure. So I'm going to roll with Santa Barbara. Yep. I mean, I'm on the same thing. Once again, I promise you guys that listening, we are on separate sides for some of these games. <laughs> you know, it, it's it's still early. Don't worry. Um, I am on the fence about this. I think it's a it's an iffy game because I do think that that Creighton could bounce back. But like you said, that outside noise—they haven't scored sixty points since that since that quote happened. <laughs> you know, like people will, like say, "Oh, it's just noise, just noise." It's not always just noise. Like that gets in the that gets in the heads. You know, it gets in people's heads. Um, I don't like it. I don't like it. It smells. It smells fishy. Five versus twelve is always fishy. This is a year that last year I brought up that stat. They usually sweep the table last uh, in two thousand nineteen. Not last year. Rest in peace. Um, in two thousand nineteen, the five seeds went three three and one. So I think this could be a year that they sweep the table again. And fun fact about a five seed. The five
2: seed is the only top eight seed that has never won a title.
1: Ooh. Interesting. Ooh. Yes.
2: I like that. Only seed of all time that has never won it. Uh, back in the one that the most recent before that was the seven seed, UConn in 14 was the other one that had not
0: won. That's
2: oh,
0: my Kemba team. That's
2: my team. That's a Shabazz. Shabazz may
0: Yeah. You got us excited, though. So I know I
2: did. I was <laughs>
0: holding that one in the holster, just waiting to see you two perk up a little bit. Um, let's kick it right into the, uh, the potential team that might not even play. It would be uh, the Virginia Cavaliers versus the, the Ohio Bobcats. The Ohio Bobcats that beat our Buffalo team that we were so high on. Loved them. But, you know, they came up to the occasion. Virginia's in that blue, white, and orange-ish. You know sport in the uh, the classics, and uh Ohio's not green and white. There's something about that green. I don't know I don't really like it, but you know you know Tony Bennett always comes fresh, tailored suit, always looking good, and I have no idea who the ohio Ohio coach is, but he looks like he got his his uh his suit at Macy's, so <laughs> just just watch it out without boys and girls um just a side note about Virginia They don't plan on traveling to Indy Until Friday night Because of COVID They need to quarantine first just to get there And then have They have to test on Friday night and Saturday morning Because they have a, a 2 o'clock game I think the coach said It was on ESPN before Seven fifteen. Seven fifteen game Beautiful um, So they do need to have 2 days of COVID free tests there And 7 days clean who knows if they can do that? Um, yeah, Virginia's the slowest team in the, in the country. They went back to it. In the middle of the year, they were starting to pick up some pace, and they just decided, hey, we're going to slow it back down. Dead last and, and uh, pace of play. Uh, Morgan, what do you got? Tell me why. you want yeah, to tell so me
2: why? I'm going to be on Virginia in this game. Um this is a, it's an interesting game because there are two polar opposites. Ohio is a big, high-scoring team. Virginia is more of a defensive team. Ohio is, scores 80.4 points per game. Oh, Virginia only gives up 60.5. It's it's strange. It's going to be a very interesting matchup. Um, I think where it will come down a big time to is the uh, experience that Virginia has had in the play, uh, tournament the past few years is going to go a long way. I know they don't have a lot of this. You know, Guys have been there as long anymore, but They have a coach who has been through it, who has won a title recently. Um, Another thing I think will be really big in this game, uh, Virginia has a higher defensive rebound per game at 24 rebounds per game. Um, And their turnover percentage is is lower. It's about a full percentage point lower than Ohio's is. So it's going to go a long way. I think this is an easy Virginia win.
1: Greggy. Yeah. I guess this is our first disagreement. Thank God. And we love to see it. I'm gonna go with the Bobcats in this game. A little thirteen over four upset action. I was really impressed with how they played against Buffalo. I was really impressed with how they played against Toledo. Don't they Toledo fuck Toledo. They suck.
2: They,
1: they hurt my feelings. I agree. They hurt my feelings as well because I thought we were gonna see a Toledo Buffalo matchup for the MAC title. We did
0: not because Ohio had
1: something to say about Toledo in the
0: tournament. Yeah, okay. Don't worry, they're, they're almost a lock to win the NIT, bro. Almost a guarantee. Yeah.
1: Uh, but yeah. I, yeah. I think Ohio's sc- scoring is going to be a problem for Virginia. Although Virginia has that lockdown defense, and sure, they take up a ton of clock on the other side of the ball on offense, I think it just comes down to Ohio hitting more shots. And the X factor in this game for me is uh, the point guard matchup. For the fact that Jason, uh, Jason Preston, he that ball runs through him all game long. He's a six foot four point guard who reminds me a lot of uh, Lamelo Ball. The way he plays, the way he looks, you know, he just he's he's got a lot of Lamelo Ball in him, and he's going up against Kaihe Clark all game long, who is five foot nine. So there's yeah. a seven eight foot, uh, seven eight inch. Differential in height there. And I think I think Preston's gonna blow by him the majority of the game. And I think that's gonna cause some foul trouble for Huff in the paint. And I, I can't even pronounce this other guy's name. Van Van something. Just try it. Try it out. Oh god. I don't know. Uh, See? Yeah, I don't even have it in front of me anymore. But he's a problem as well. Um, not that much of a problem. He's he's a problem. I think this Ohio team is going to be a problem for Virginia, so I'm going to take them on the upset.
0: I don't hate that, especially that the fact that they won't be able to even get there. They might be a little jet lag. They might. Mm-hmm. I really don't hate that. I'm going to have them in one of my brackets. Um, but for like the big money one, I'm in. I'm keeping it safe. I'm taking the better team. I'm taking the team that plays in the major conference, team with the experience, team with the guy who can afford a tailored suit. I am going with Virginia and the Cavaliers on this one. Um, <coughs> even though the Virginia pace, we'll talk about it more when the game comes up, even though the Virginia pace is stupid slow, they've hit the over four more times than they hit the under this year. So, the I don't know what the, un- the, n- the number set at. doesn't really matter tonight. We're not talking gambling. We're talking brackets. Um, there's a play-in game for the next one. I don't want, because we'll talk about it on Tuesday, just because we're going to have mostly gonna mm-hmm. play on it because we're going to miss college basketball so much. Mm-hmm. Um, just tell me who you think is going to win that, and then we'll move on to the actual matchup. Uh, the first playing game is going to be Wichita versus Drake. Who do you guys got? I got Drake. Morgan? Wichita. Oh, I had Drake. All right, so since we have the matchups... I to see it. Since we have the matchups... Um, Morgan, since you're the differential, let's start with you. According to you, it's going to be USC versus Wichita. So it's going to be sure. the Trojans versus the Shockers. Red and gold versus gold and black. Uh, I don't know what kind of suit the Wichita time wears. I'm assuming it's decent, you know, because they've been relevant. But um, the USC coach, slightly ugly, with a nice classic suit, you know, nothing crazy. But his wife? I want, Morgan, you're on a computer, right? Go Google his wife. Smoking hot. Smoking uh, hot. Um, USC, Lisa Country, and Ducks. They have the, Mo- the Mobley brothers. Both going to be NBA players. Um, do you guys think that, Morgan, <clears> since <throat> you're first, do you think that Wichita is going to be able to beat USC? No, not a chance. Do you think that Drake would have a shot at beating USC?
2: Huh? Actually, huh? oh, I, I I jumped the gun big time there. Um, huh? I do have Wichita State taking down USC. Um, I don't know why. I I went against myself real quick. I do have Wichita State taking down USC, and I had a reason behind it too. Uh, Where'd I write it? down? give me one moment. I got me. I'm looking up this wife now, right. So whatever, it fucked me up a little bit. Who Here um, we go. Think? So no, 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 I got. It. I'm back. I'm back. All right. So fun thing with. Eleven seeds, right? So eleven seeds since. Oh my! Just closed my tab. Eleven seeds since the twenty eleven tournament are basically five hundred. They're twenty and twenty against six seeds. It's a watch. I said before. Yeah, I'm. I'm repeating it. Oh, (laughs) take my stat. Yeah, I'm repeating (laughs) your stat because that's a huge stat to me. And Wichita, I think Wichita Wichita State can take down USC. I do not think that USC is going to come out to be. Uh, Evan Mobley is going to be a phenomenal NBA player. However, his youthfulness and aggressiveness, I think, can get him in trouble in a game like this against a team that has seen some success in the tournament previously under their, the, the coach that they have. Um, they don't have those guys there, but they have had guys who they, they stay there for four years who have been on some of these teams that have made the tournament. They know what to do. They can get Evan Mobley to commit and make, get into silly fouls very early. To get into his head a little bit. Um, I think it's tough they to can win that game for sure.
1: All right. Drake. All right. Like I said, I'm on the other side. I think Drake's going to win that game. And if they do end up winning that game, I, I would take Drake to take down USC. For the fact that I think that Drake is a better offensive team. Um, defensive side of the ball, I think think Mobley versus Brody is a good matchup. I think it's a really, really good matchup. I think Brody's somebody that can give him probably one of the toughest challenges he's had all year. Problem with Brody is he gets himself into a ton of foul trouble. Almost every single game, he has either two or three fouls by halftime. So that's something he's going to really have to commit to in this game is not, you know, draw fouls from Mobley early on. Um, I think Drake has the better guard play. And um, like I said, they're the better offensive team. And I don't, I don't see USC, you know, putting up like 65, 70, more than 65, 70 points.
0: I really struggle. They struggle, don't. They struggle yeah. to put up points. They we talked about it a couple weeks ago when I, I gave you the stat that most of their unders hit. If it's under one one thirty eight, I think it was in Lumbery, it hits. Every I have it time.
1: right. He- oh no, I don't have it because it's not available. Clearly, um, yeah, I, I just think Drake's the better team, um, and I, I, I think that if they do get through Wichita State, that they move on to the thirty two.
0: Yeah, I, I don't hate. I don't hate it for either matchup. To be honest with you. Um, Wichita State knows how to get to the line. They they run it inside out, so they drive the ball a lot and then they kick it out. So, you know Mobley I've I've noticed he does tend to reach, he does tend to jump. So if they get to the line, get him in trouble, you know. There's not much else out there. Like they do have players, they you know, it's obviously a a major conference school but I they've they've grown so accustomed to playing with him all the time one of the two. So, I'm, I'm going with the upset two. I don't know. I'm on the fence with who wins that Wichita-Drake game. It's going to be a very good game. I'm going to do more research mm-hmm. into it, to be honest with you. Um, let's kick it to the 1st reseed. we we're going to talk about. You know, bird-on-bird violence. The Kansas <laughs> Jayhawks against the Eastern Washington University Eagles. You know, that, you know, that classic Kansas blue versus the red, white, and gray of Eastern Washington University, which actually, at the gray jerseys. The red gray jerseys, I like it a lot. I like it a lot. Um, you know, Bill Self, classic man. You know, he, he's done this a million times. He's packed 12 suits for this. He's ready to go. Um, the Eastern Washington University coach, classic suit, but he, every now and then, he rocks the jumpsuit. So don't be... Don't be shocked if he rocks the jumpsuit and the team's wearing the gray and red. I'd be worried. I'd be worried if I was Bill Self. That's all I'm saying. Um, Let's kick it back to Greg. What do you got for me?
1: Yeah, as much as I would love to have an upset in this game, I don't. I'm going to go with Kansas in this game. For the fact that I do think it's going to be a close one. I I think it's going to come down to the last couple minutes of the game. But I think that Kansas ends up pulling away uh, you know wash uh, Eastern Washington, they don't have a player over six foot eight on their team, and arguably the best player on Kansas's team is David McCormick, who is their six eleven center he's He's a big man, and he's going to give them trouble in the paint. he's going to eat up the glass so uh, I think Kansas is going to win, but if if Eastern Washington wants to win, they better be hitting their shots from the outside. Morgan? Yeah, I am
2: on Kansas as well. Um, again, like I said previously, and I'm sure I'll say a thousand more times, you have tournament experience, you have a tournament-winning coach in Bill Self. That goes a crazy long way in my book. Um, additionally, oh, let me explain it back real quick. Um um, yeah, I, like I said, I think that Kansas is a significantly better team. Uh, Eastern Washington shouldn't be, should be here. Um, Kansas is a strong defensive team as well. And one thing we've always talked about that really you know, goes a long way for us is your offensive rebounds. Kansas getting, has off, 30.2% offensive rebounds, whereas uh, Eastern Washington is down around 22%. So you are looking at at least an additional five possessions right there for Kansas in this game which is going to go a long way. And then you just factor in the fact that the significant talent gap that there will be, mm-hmm. that's all you need right there. Talent, talent goes a very long way in a single, something like this. All what
1: I was going
0: to add it was going to be just, just talent. the talent gap is just going to be
2: Your too great. Talent. And speaking of talent, because I haven't given a fun fact in a little bit now, let's talk a little fun fact about some talent, right? Boys, did you know, out of the last 39 national champions... Thirty seven of them have had at least one McDonald's All American on their roster. Ooh. That's not bad. Yeah. I like that. You know who has a McDonald's All American? Kansas does. Kansas. Yeah. Kansas. You know who doesn't have one? Eastern Washington.
0: Mm-hmm. Sounds like one bird is gonna violate another one. So it sounds like to it's, me.
2: It certainly does. Rock chalk, Jayhawk. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah, I for me, I think Kansas is just gonna. Like Greg, you said it's gonna be a close game. I, I think for the first half it'll be close, and then I think just the talent and then just the rebounding are just gonna take over, and it's gonna be it's gonna be a fifteen to twenty point game by the end of it. Yeah, like
1: I said, it's all about if Eastern Washington, Eastern Washington could hit their shots from the outside. If they try driving, it, it's not gonna end up well. Kansas is gonna. If that happens, Kansas is going to jump out to a real early lead and they're no, no. not going to be able to get it back.
0: Let's move on to, uh, to number 7 versus number 10. I wonder if we're all going to be on the same side for this one. We're going there Oregon we Ducks are. against the VCU Rams. Green and white versus black, gold, and white. Shaka Smart's former favorite team. Um, the Oregon Ducks, the coach... White t-shirt white dress shirt green tie always it's all he wears he represents represents well The VCO coach, VCU coach no idea what his name is every picture I saw on on the internet his shirt was soaked in sweat Guarantee (laughs) That's my kind of coach right
2: there my kind of coach right there
0: personally. I'm gonna go first. I'm calling for the upset VCU I love them. I don't think that Oregon really they didn't do anything to impress anybody You know, they had a very quiet 20-6 and season. You know, I think I watched maybe one Oregon Ducks game. Mm -hmm. You know, they've just been... Their overs hit like crazy. 17-9 to to the over. Um, Just a little food for thought. You know, I think maybe the only way I see VCU not winning this game is if Oregon just runs the score. They just can't miss. But VCU's a top... Top 35, I think, uh, defensive uh, efficiency team. So, I'm on VCU, guys. Greg, what do you got for us?
1: Yeah, I'm on the same side. I'm going for the upset here. I think VCU. uh, I think, I don't want to say that they're the the overall better team. Oregon has some good aspects to their game. They have a lot of uh, upperclassmen presence. Transfer presence in Figueroa, Figueroa. Uh, but I think the VCU pulls us out. I think they play good defense. I think their offense is enough, and the way that Oregon played in that Pac-12 champion uh, championship game—that's it was real disappointing. Yeah, I mean uh, Pac-12 semifinal game. Should I? Say.
0: I, know, I know what you meant against Oregon State. Yeah, um, something that I did overlook in the Pac-12. I didn't really watch much of it because I think it's a bullshit conference that's just full of frauds. That's mm-hmm. my personal opinion. It's been my personal opinion for years. Um, Oregon State apparently was a money maker in conference play, and I completely missed it. So by the time I found out, they they were already playing the semis, and I was too late. There's no money to be made. Morgan, what do you got for us in this game? I too what? am on VCU. Um. I think,
2: just as I'm going to spout off in a second, just looking at their statistics, you can very much make a case that these two teams could flip 7 and 10 seeds. VCU could be a 7 seed. Mm -hmm. Um, Every statistic that I am looking at, whether it's offensive or defense, favors VCU. Um, Average scoring margin, assists per game, rebounds per game, offensive percentage. Going to the defensive side, points per game allowed, field goal percentage, offensive rebounds allowed, defensive rebounds allowed, blocks per game, steals per game. Everything leans
0: VCU. So I like VCU to win this game. Yeah, I think... I, I, I do agree. They should have been swapped. So I was a little shocked. Like, obviously, i I've been looking at the bracket bracketology for weeks. I'm like, there's no way they're going to put Oregon at a 7 or an 8. It's just not going to happen. They're just, they're just a mediocre at-large team. We haven't really played anybody. But here we are. So I'm looking for another upset. Um, the last one in the Western, Western region. The Iowa Hawkeyes going against one of my favorite teams to watch on YouTube the Grand Canyon Antelopes We got black yellow and white jerseys against the purple and white and I know Morgan loves the purple jerseys big purple fan um, The coach for Iowa he's, a, he's like a, a young Jim Boeheim He's got two kids on the team. He rocks a lame boring suit but the problem is the coach from Grand Canyon can't even afford a suit. His uncle gave it to him twenty years ago. He's and this guy's always he's a young coach. It looks like he's always confused. Always confused. Always like questioning a call, like got this little what are you doing? What are you what is that? Kind of look on his face. I don't trust him. But Morgan, I want to ask you a simple question. Could the purple jerseys prevail and pull the upset against an Iowa team who can't play no damn defense? No. Okay.
2: Uh, no, there's no chance. Uh, this is a very one-sided game. I love purple so much, but it's the exact same thing as I just said with the VCU-Oregon game. Every statistic, offensive, and defense leans Iowa significantly, and there is no way a player of the year candidate is going to allow his team to go
0: out in the round of 64. That's fair. That's fair. Plain and simple. No, that's sometimes... Simple, stupid. I'm telling you, man, some, some of these <laughs> things, you're just like, yeah, you're overthinking it. You know, purple jerseys, not enough. Greg.
1: Not enough for me. Yeah, uh, I am on the same side. I think Iowa wins this game. I think they do it pretty handily, too. Uh, You know, the only caveat that I I saw was that Grand Canyon holds teams to 29% from three-point range, which, you know, that's a solid percentage for defensive metrics. But I think the volume... Is gonna to be too large. And I think they shoot it Iowa, that is, shoots it too well to be able to contain it to that low of a percentage. Um Grand Canyon's uh forward, he might even be their center at the point. They they have a relatively small team, but he has he's second in the country in field goal percentage at seventy percent. Uh, all depends if Luca Garza depends, uh, feels like playing a little bit of interior defense. He never does. No, nah, he never does. But he likes to play offense. That's what he does real well. So number one th- score in the country. Incorrect. Yes. Luka Garza is not the number one scorer in the country. Go look it up. I did before the show. Who is? I will, Who? I'll pull it up right now, boys. I'll it get, is... Max Abrams of Oral Roberts University.
0: Oh, okay. How many points per game is he scoring? Twenty-four point two. Why is Max Abrams actually? How Luke much is Garza, Garza is? Luka Garza is actually in third. Mm-hmm. How much? Is, how much is Garza? Uh,
3: Twenty-three
0: point seven. Max Abrams. All the other you, relevant teams on that
2: list. The next most relevant player.
1: Lauren
0: Christian Jackson.
2: Probably Io Desunmo at twenty one points for nine,
0: or twenty point nine. So no other team that plays anybody. Yeah. He's the best scorer in the country, would you say? Right.
1: In this game he is yeah. the best scorer. I love it. Oh, shoot, I'm on ten percent here.
0: This is not good. Oh boy. We're gonna lose Greggy for a bit and he's gonna come back most likely. Mm-hmm. Um we're going before we get into the. I'm on Iowa. It's as simple as that. They're just better. They, they, are not good enough to make a championship, but they're good. It's a meat and potatoes pick. Yeah, sometimes it's that easy. Um, Greg, why don't you try to switch to your phone and get it? To I guy. tried. I, I couldn't get on Skype. Oh my god, this kid. Whatever. Um, you can take your headphones out and plug it in. We'll we'll deal with it. This is a fucking three hour show. We're almost forty-five minutes in. Just mm-hmm. do. We'll do what we got to do. We're gonna keep on rolling. Um, if you're listening, this is that was the end of the the West region. We're gonna be moving on to the the region number two, aka the East, aka the one that's right below the West region. If you're looking at your bracket, um, we're busting down these brackets, boys and girls. It's gonna be simple. We're gonna try to find these sleepers. Try to find these teams that you've never heard of that we've been betting on all year. Um, quick shout-out to all the dads watching us on the big screens. And quick shout-out to all the MILFs allowing them to use the living room TV. Without further ado, <laughs> enough about the, the, the men of the house and the MILFs of the house. Let's go into the, to the East region. We got uh, the number one seed in that region, the Michigan Wolverines. Rocking the yellow and blue. One of my – who I think should win Coach of the Year but probably will lose to – uh, Mark Few. It's Juwan Howard. He stays classy. You never know what he's going to wear. Um, it's Michigan for me. Well, whoever they play. It doesn't matter who they play. Agreed. In the first I got
2: Michigan as well.
0: Agreed. Yep, I, I will say, moving on, we'll talk about it more during the week. Um, they will run into trouble in the second round, especially if Livers and Stephen A. Smith Jr.'s uh aka the bastard son of Nate Smith <laughs> as Greg likes to call him. Um if they play or not, they're both injured. Um I know Livers isn't due to be back to the sweet sixteen. So just a little side note for you guys making the brackets out there. Um let's move on. Let's move on. It's enough. Michigan Talk, they're a great team. Um LSU, number eight seed, going against uh St. Bonaventure Bonnies. Uh go Tigers. Go Tigers. Against, that. I didn't know that the Bonnies were named the Bonnies. But I guess they're little housewives. I'm not sure what a Bonnie is. Um... The LSU coach always matches the home and away jerseys with a striped tie or a polka dot tie. Um... And the same Bonnie's coach. Wears a nice suit. Problem is, not tailored. Sleeves. Too long. Don't like it. Uh... Tigers are top offensive team in the country. They're averaging almost 80 points a game. Um, Cameron Thomas is a freshman to watch. He's top 10 in the, in the country in scoring, but same bias, just good team all around. They don't do anything very well. Like they're not like top 10 in any category, but just they're top 30 in both offensive and defensive efficiency. Morgan, give me your pick. Speak to me. Do we see an upset?
2: We talking to me? I'm sorry. My, my I headset. said Morgan. Okay, I thought you did my headset. Just My, my AirPod just fucked up. Um, I like LSU in this game. Uh, I think this actually is going to be a very close game. I'm, I think it's going to be like a 74-72 to 72 score we're looking at. Um, I'm looking, looking at the stats of these two teams. Again, one of the big things for me, first off, is talent. LSU is, has a significantly higher level of athleticism and talent overall than St. Bonnie's does. Next, you kind of get into it. Their statistics are very, very equal to one another. Um, but LSU does one thing much better, and that's just flat-out score. They, they score the ball, and they make a h- significantly higher percentage of their shots than St. Bonnie's does. Um, right now, we're looking at a, about a 3% g- difference in their field goal percentage. That's big, especially this time of year where you know, possessions are going to be limited, and you're cutting down turnovers, hopefully. You've got to make the shots you take. Um, so I do like LSU in this one.
1: Greg. Yeah, I'm on St. Bonnie's.
0: Ooh. I'm on Bonnie's. Why. I'm interested to why.
1: I'm Did on, on the Bonnie's.
0: Oh. Yeah, I
1: moved over to where I had the charger.
0: <laughs> Got <Gotcha>. you. I, <laughs> didn't, I didn't even notice.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, when I was charging before in chat, I was still losing battery. So let's see how this goes. But, um, yeah, I, I like the Bonnie's. I know LSU can score the ball. Bonnies can score the ball too. What they do is play better defense than LSU. Uh, sure, it's major conference versus mid-major, but you know we know that that conference, uh, the American Atlantic, they have some good teams in there. And Bonnie's won. they won it. LSU came close today. they really did, but uh, I-, I think the Bonnies just hold them down, play good enough defense to take this one.
0: Interesting. So, what you're saying is, you think that the Bonnies are just as good as Alabama? No, that okay. is not. What I said. So, but you think you, that they could score with Alabama?
1: That is not what I said either.
0: Okay. I'm just trying to I compare two teams. Talking,
1: if we're talking in terms of that, if you guys remember back to earlier in the season. Alabama beat LSU by 40.
0: Yeah. Yeah. They're better. LSU is a much better team than they were in the beginning of the year, that's for sure. I can I remember I remember that game specifically. Yeah. Cuz I bet on LSU. And it was just a letdown game for them. This one I don't think will be.
1: Yeah, I remember the gonna, James Herbert Jones had like eight threes
0: in the first 10 minutes of the game. That's brutal. Cake and Ball though. Sure we'll get can. to them later. We'll get him down at the bottom of this bracket. I'm on the Tigers. Go Tigers. Go Tigers. Go Tigers. Go Tigers. Go Tigers. Go, Joe. Joe um, you know, I think they're just a the better offensive team. I think that they're the more talented team. You know, I think Cameron Thomas just puts him a little bit over the top as a go to guy. So I'm taking that. That's what I'm going with. And you know, I I told Morgan before I had them moving on in the next round as well against against Michigan with or without Livers and Stephen A. Smith Jr. And, and for those of you who don't know, it's Eli Brooks, Stephen A. Smith Jr. <laughs> <laughs>
3: um,
0: now our favorite. 5-12 matchup again. Colorado versus Georgetown. Colorado Buffaloes versus Georgetown. Hoya's. No idea what a Hoya is. First question for you guys. Either one of you can tell me what a Hoya is. I'll bet you $10 i know what like a a goya bean is that ain't the same uh i don't know what it is is. so if you tell me the wrong answer Uh, i'm pretty sure it has
2: something to do with a law student oh
0: whatever it is they're on a roll coming out of the big east championship colorado wearing the black and gold (laughs) i just
2: found out what ahoya is tell me uh Koya is an ancient Greek word that derives. Deri- der- oh man, derives. I don't know what i just trying to say. Uh, it comes out to mean small stones or rocks. Uh, Basically, so the rocks.
0: Yeah. Oh boy, what a weird fucking name! Mm-hmm. Um, I don't like it. Um, I've just officially changed my pick based yep. on that.
2: They're right chan- there. Their chant for for Georgetown is Hoya Saxa, which means, what rocks?
0: (laughs) Not Georgetown with that. (laughs) that. Um, Suit game. The suit game. Let's get into it. Um, Everybody knows who the coach of Georgetown is, except for people who work at MSG. Apparently, Patrick (laughs) Ewing was spotted at MSG. Nobody knew who he was. His suit is so big, Craig was forming it. It's criminal. It, it truly is. That's a, that's a story for another day. How dare MSG? Um, the coach from Boulder, from, from Colorado, if you don't know, University of Colorado is in Boulder, which is the weed capital of the world. So that suit, I'm sure, reeks of weed when he walks down Pearl Street in Boulder. <laughs> um, Colorado is a deep team. They run 10 deep every night. They can go 12 deep if they have to. They're one of the slowest teams in the country, but very, very efficient while doing it. As most teams are who run at a slow pace, you know they find the right shot. You know they make teams work on defense. Um, but Georgetown's on a run, and when you disrespect future Hall of Famer and Patrick Ewing, you—it's a recipe for disaster. I think. Let's let's kick it to Greg. Greg, what do you got in this game?
1: Yeah, so I've officially changed my pick. Not because of the Hoya's name. Or their... Ch- Hoya Saxa! Yeah. That's because exactly of why I those. Just for the fact that I think uh, as good as Georgetown has played, I think it's going to come to an end here. Um, there's no reason for them to be in this tournament.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: If they didn't win the tournament, I don't even think they'd be in the NIT. They wouldn't be. So... I think Colorado is just a much better team. I think they're going to be real pissed that they let Oregon, St- Oregon State skate by them, and I think that they're out for blood in this game. Beat up on the team that they should beat up on and then uh, take it home. Morgan. Sa
2: up. I'm on Georgetown.
1: Um,
2: I am a big proponent of the team that gets hot at the right time. I love it. And I, I said earlier tonight, Billy, I don't know, Greg, if you were in yet, I'm happy to see Georgetown back in the tournament. Mm-hmm. Uh, it just seems right because when I, my first memories of me really starting to watch college basketball get into it are those Georgetown teams getting in there and kind of being a great, you know, just being a pest in the Big East, running with UConn, constantly seeing great talent coming out of Georgetown. We talked you know, the other night about it was like the 30th anniversary of the UConn-Georgetown Ray Allen versus Allen Iverson game. Um, I loved Jeff Green in college. He was one of my favorite players to watch. I always wanted him to play for the Sixers. It would have been awesome. Um, big, big thing here is Georgetown is a better defensive team than Colorado is by a pretty decent margin, actually. Um, their offensive rebounds per game is better than they get for themselves. They, get, they average more than four rebounds than, their, than Colorado does on the defensive end as well. They're almost two full blocks more than Colorado. um, They're almost a full steal per game more, and they foul less than Colorado does. Um, So all that, to me, just leads to a close game that I think Georgetown can win at the end of it. I think you're at such an emotional high right here, you're going to ride that momentum at least one more round.
0: I don't hate those statistics, but I will say when you do run at a faster pace, you will get more statistics.
3: That's true. Fair enough.
0: I think I I I like I said I changed my pick. Whatever Hoya Saxo means, fuck that. Hoya Saxo. Yeah, I mean I'm
1: I the upset happening for sure, but I would be I shocked? don't think it happen. Yeah, would I, I, I would shocked? Shocked. not happen. I would not be shocked, but I don't think it will.
0: Me either. Uh, I'm taking Colorado. I'm taking the Buffaloes. I'm taking I'm taking the weed smell. Something smells a little smelly in here. Um, smelly smell. Anybody fading Florida State against nope. UNGC. No. Nope. We can skip that one, right? That's an easy one. Okay. I think. So. I just won just in case, you know, you never know. There's people out there that fade all one seeds. You know. that ain't us. That that's gonna be a thirty point game. They're gonna win by thirty. Um, we'll talk more about Michigan State versus UCLA, which will be the play-in game. But who you think will win that game? This way we can get into the who's going to play BYU. Greg. Michigan State. Morgan. Michigan State. All right, we're all on Michigan State. I actually love to see that because I already bet on Michigan State. I um,
2: definitely think Michigan State's moving on here. Michigan State, yeah, we've said a thousand different times. It's
0: not March. It's Izzo. Mm. It's Izzo season here, right here, right now. I can promise uh, you that that Tom Izzo is wearing the same hat as me. We sleep in May. I promise you, he's sitting at home, sitting in that, the in the hotel, watching tape, wearing this hat. This is where it happens, right here. Izzo's going to get him through. I think
2: Izzo could take him to the Sweet Sixteen. I really do, um, but that's for another conversation.
0: Greg, who you got moving on? BYU or Michigan State? I would have BYU moving on. Interesting. I would.
1: I I think Michigan State could possibly make a run. But I... I, It would take a lot for me to change my mind. And it would take way too much overthinking. I think BYU's offense is too good. Um, I, I, I think they just have it. I think... BYU has a better chance of making a run than a lot of other teams.
0: Hmm, that's interesting.
1: Yeah, for the fact I, that they, put the, they could put the ball in the bucket and I, I don't exactly remember how they're...
0: I don't think they play very much defense.
1: No, that, they, they don't. But
0: That conference just doesn't play defense.
1: <laughs> no, they, they definitely do not. But they could outscore Michigan State. That's for sure
0: yeah so you just i i just worry that b y u outside of Gonzaga and Pepperdine like like I consider Pepperdine a good team a lot of sure. people don't but um besides those two teams they don't play anybody, and you know Michigan state has some big wins recently you know yeah they didn't they didn't win the tournament like I thought they would it was a long shot, but i do i do think that they have a little bit more momentum b y u had that game against Gonzaga and just they they wound up almost not even covering the fourteen and a half points. So I'm gonna be on uh Michigan State. Um I think they're just the a better coach team. Um as far as um you know obviously you've got the for the for the for the casuals out there, a.k.a. Sean Mr Free Mr Free Labor, you know, I don't like a cougar Give me the give me the warrior and the Spartan. I mean, BYU did beat St.
1: John's and San Diego State.
0: Yeah, it's that's fair. I'll give him that. Michigan State beat Michigan. Hmm. That is true. St. John's isn't in twenty. Just saying.
2: And if no. I'm not mistaken, didn't Michigan did Michigan State take down Illinois as well?
0: Yes. I same mean. week. In the same uh. week. I'm not saying they don't have it in them. I'm not saying they don't have it in them. No, I, no, I, I, like, I think if UCLA somehow beats Michigan State, which I don't think they do, but I don't even know really know why Michigan uh, UCLA is. I be mean, on this, if
1: this I feel like this conversation would be completely different if BYU didn't forget how to shoot in the second half against Gonzaga.
0: Well, they wouldn't be on the sixth line if they forgot how to shoot against Gonzaga.
1: I think they probably would be.
0: You beat the number one undefeated team in the country. I don't think so. That's uh, there. It is. That's a story for a different day. I mean, Oklahoma did the same thing, and they
1: should be a three seed, but yet they're still a four. Who? Oklahoma State beat Baylor.
0: They should be a three seed. I know, but they're they, a four. There, yeah. there's, there's some fishy about that. We'll get into that when, when we get over there. Cause I do mm-hmm. want to, I do want to touch upon that because I think it's a little fishy. Um. Let's move on. The Texas Longhorns are against um, Abilene Christian. Love Abilene Christian. The Wildcats. You, know, you have that ugly Texas Longhorn orange against, uh, guess what, Morgan? Sexy purple. A little, little silky purple. Shaka smart. Yeah. I don't know. I don't like his hair. Don't like his hair. Weird hair. Dude, it's so weird. I'm so used to him being bald. And then, but then you go to Abilene Christian, this guy has hair like he was a a Christian minister in the 1950s, and Joe Golding, weirdest dude I ever ever looked at today. I looked at every single coach's face. Ugliest dude I saw today. Um, My one take, I will say, Texas wins this game. Um, I do think that Abilene Christian covers this game. They can score with the best of them, Mm -hmm. but um if you're betting when take the points to the Wildcats, that's all I got boys. Let's kick. Let's kick it to Morgan. Maybe he's got a stat for us Yeah,
2: so this game's interesting to me because I'm very torn honestly very torn on this game my gut My like just you know what I've seen says take Texas Texas is the better team however Oh, when boy. I dive into it statistically, when I dive into it and just knowing that there always is a team, a three seed or something big that goes down early, I think I'm going to ride Abilene Christian. Oh, I'm, I don't move. I'm leaning them right now. Uh, I'm looking at their statistics and everything, and realistically, they are better than, I know their competition is different. They're better than Texas in almost every defense and offensive statistic. They score more points. Their margins are better. Their assists per game are significant. Uh, Abilene Christian has almost almost six more assists per game than Texas does. Their field goal percentage is better. Their offensive rebound percentage is basically the exact same. They turn the ball over the less. They give up nine less points per game. Um, And they get four more steals per game than Texas does on the defensive end. It's a tough one. you know, you want you want to lean Texas as the better team, the more talent. But I think this is a primed up t- upset spot right here, and I think I'm going to go Abilene Christian.
0: Craig,
1: speak to yeah, me. Speak to him. I disagree. <laughs> I disagree. I think Texas is going to take this game. Wouldn't I mean? It wouldn't surprise me if uh, Abilene Christian covers, but Texas is going to take this game. Fact is, we'll go back to the skill point of view. They have NBA caliber players at all the positions. Uh, Jericho uh, Sims, he's an NBA player. Uh, I'm I'm forgetting the name of their other forward. NBA yeah, Greg Porter, uh, Jones, right? Yeah, Greg Jones. Yeah, NBA caliber player. It's it's going to come down to the skill level and. Sure, Apple and Christian has all of those stats over them, but the disparity of their conference is ridiculously different. Mm-hmm. When when 70% of your conference is actually in the NCAA tournament, I can completely understand why the stats are what they are and why they look so different.
2: You know? uh, speaking of which, we're both wrong. It's Greg Brown.
1: Yeah, Greg Brown. Okay. Um, yeah, I mean... The only competition that uh, they had this year was, you know, Stephen F. Austin. Who else?
3: It's
0: about it.
1: Yeah, about <laughs> it. I mean, they're playing, you know, Corpus Christi, Texas A and M. You know, yeah. four times a year. Yeah, this These is usually different.
0: Yeah, this is usually the the bid that Stephen F. Austin gets. It's right here. Mm-hmm. So you see Stephen F. Austin most years in this spot at the 14, 15, playing Duke or playing somebody. And just ro- they just roll mm-hmm. um, but like just I do know just because I've watched a lot of Stephen F Austin over the years in the tournament they just they don't score very much I think that this is just a bad matchup for Abilene Christian Texas can score they can put up 80 points no problem mm-hmm. um, if they were going into Kansas I could see an upset just because I know Kansas struggles to score yeah there is a talent disparity but the reason why the line is only eight points I think seven and a half or eight is because they know both teams can score. Abilene mm-hmm. um, Christian shoots well from three, but Texas wins this game. You know, like I said, I'm going to be on the 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 Wildcats to cover the game, but let's move on. Let's 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 get over this to our favorite team, the UConn Kemba Walker Huskies, going against the Maryland Terrapins. Morgan, tell me what a terrapin is. A terrapin is a little turtle. Yep, I wanted to see if either one of you knew. Not everybody knows. Um, the blue and white jerseys. Going against the red, orange, and white jerseys for those, m- those MILFs at home. Uh, the Hurley family. Basketball royalty to me. I love them. You never know what this guy's going to wear. He could show up in a t-shirt. It doesn't matter. Um... Heard He's got an expensive suit. He pays for it on layaway because he's you know he never know if he might get fired. Uh, Maryland's one of the sh- streakiest teams in the league. Uh, you know they're either very very good or very very bad. Um, like many others, UConn broke my heart losing to the Hoyas. I needed them. I had a. Well, Saxa. <laughs> Stop. It's
2: <laughs> um, now. That is not something that I will say at every opportunity.
0: So just it's fair. It's fair, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> I have to do it. Um, UConn plays great defense. They don't score a lot. Um, I think... I won't even tell you what I think yet. I'll let, I'll let Greg tell me what he thinks first, and I'll let Morgan tell me what he thinks first. Because this game is tight for me. It's a little tight for me. Greg, All, right.
1: All right. I am going with UConn in this game. Uh, Lines tight, two and a half. The eggs is expected to be close. I, I can see it being close. I hate Maryland. This is this is not this is not the Anthony Cowan, mellow, Trimble Maryland. This is the I, Eric Ayala run Maryland that can put up a fight with Michigan one day, and can get blown out by Rutgers the next. It's wild. You know, it's, it's a wild day and night thing with them where you're blind and you don't know if it's day or night. So you have no idea what kind of product you're going to get out of them. I am going to go with the more comfortable side in Yukon, and uh, I think that, you know, Book Night just carries them to the next round.
2: Morgan. Uh, I like Yukon as well. Um, I agree a lot with what Greg just said in book night being the big difference maker here Maryland I don't trust Maryland the slightest bit all the statistics lean UConn side uh, Whether it be points per game There's literally nothing that shouts Maryland has a shot at this one defensive stats lean significantly more towards UConn as well They give up less per game. They hold opponents to an effective field goal percentage of 46 percent um, They are doubling what Maryland's output is in offensive rebounds per game, so they're going to get a ton more
0: chances, UConn, all day. Great. Love it. I'm taking Maryland. Fuck you both. <laughs> You're both shooting under 50% for the year. Take Maryland. I was waiting for both of you to agree, for me to disagree. Give me Maryland. Um, strategy, big guy. players step up in big moments. I love Book Knight. He didn't step up in the big moment. He let me down against a bad, bad team. A team who has no business being in the tournament, as we mentioned before. Uh, give me uh, Aaron Wiggins, the probably the better brother, and give me Eric Ayala. They're both streaky. Listen, you know what you're going to get. I only need to be hot one night. I don't think I'm going to win the tournament. You don't know what you're going to get. I know. Give it to me. I'm asking them I'm asking real nice. Give me it.
1: Seven I want to feed you guys. Eight, maybe. What? Send them a nicely worded letter. Maybe they'll do it.
0: I'll send them a tweet, bro. It's the 21st century. I don't need, I, I'll be like, listen, I really need you guys. You know, Both these guys are in my bracket. They don't, they don't trust you. They don't believe in you. But me, I believe in you. Just one game. That's all we need from you guys.
1: Maybe that'll get it done.
0: Yeah. You know, I, It's just a little different. You know, after, after what you kind of did to me, I just can't do it. I can't do it anymore. They they broke they broke my poor little heart. I had little left, and that's what they did with it. Um, moving on, the last game in the what is this? Which bracket is this? The South? What are we at? The east. This is East. We're in the East. I don't I, I don't remember. Uh, Fama first. Siona. Roll Tide. For the record, no idea what that means. Going against the Gales. Red and white versus the red, gold, and white. Nate Oates, I love him. Love Nate Oates as a coach. He could possibly be the basketball coach uh, version of Nick Saban in a couple years. No nonsense. <laughs> Expects perfection. He does. He does. He absolutely does. You're laughing, but it's true. Um, and going against a cheater, Rick Pitino. But, you know, is he a cheater? Absolutely. But has he brought five different teams to an NCAA tournament? Absolutely. The kid, guy can coach. He was. He at an interview today on ESPN they, he was wearing a nice suit. They asked him, "Hey, what kind of, how many suits do you bring in?" Because you know they're a 15 seed. You know, Iona is not a big school. You know, they've they've never won a game in the in the uh, tournament. He said, "I brought eight suits. Got to make the kids believe." That's something you don't hear every day. You don't hear a 15 seed bringing eight suits for for a three day weekend. Wh- what are you going to do with the rest of the suits? He plans on wearing them. Salvation me. Yes, yeah, selling the Salvation Army. get a little salvation for himself being such a cheater. I will say this is the highest scoring game of the weekend. Easily. This number is set completely wrong. I, will, I can't wait to get into it on, on Thursday. This number is going to be up nine points by then. So you might want to take it now, I think. Personally, this is my personal opinion. Uh, side note, Alabama is 19-0 now officially after today when, when scoring at least 80 points in a game. Either one of you taking Iona for the upset. No. Me either. Me either. But it's like a good story about the eight suits. Just wanted to tell it. Yeah. Good for Rick. Yeah. Good, Morgan. Good uh, no, not a chance. <laughs> no shot. <laughs> no Alright. You know? So that was Morgan what well, that was the, that was the East? That was the East. East is done. Boys and girls. Breaking, breaking, breaking down brackets with Ben diagonal. We're going to go into the South next. Shout out to the... I'm going to keep saying it, boys. Shout out to all the dads watching on the big screens. Shout out to the Milfs. Let them use the living room in the recliner. Gotta love it. Region 3. Baylor Bears. Anybody beating them in round one. Not a shot. No. no. We'll, we'll mention, though, Sean's not here. This joke would have worked phenomenally. I was waiting for this joke. The hairline on the coach of the Baylor Bears is ten times worse than Sean's, but <laughs> he's also a big striped tie guy. I love to see it. Um, they're a much better team. We're
2: moving on. I, I do, but actually, before we go on, real quick, uh, just something on Baylor that I find very very interesting. Did you know that Baylor was the number one three point percentage shooting team in college this year? Yes, hitting forty one point eight percent. Well. Fun fact about that: um, Since 1987, only six teams have won the title and shot less
0: than th- over less than 35 percent from three. Ooh, I like that. I like that. Do we know what Gonzaga shoots? Uh, I can tell you because yeah. I have it pulled up. Just let me find him. I love. I love Baylor. When Macy Oteague hit a ton of uh, eleven to twelve threes the other night, I was like, "Oh boy, this mm-hmm. team is legit." Jared Butler. Gonz- Got Gonzaga thirty six point five percent. Oh, they're above the
2: thresholds. They're over it. I love it. There's um, some. There's some, uh, there's some teams down there. Not not above the threshold. Oh boy. Maybe a little uh, team that I'm a big fan of,
0: Texas Tech. No. Not above it. Ar- Arkansas. Not above it. Arkansas just launches them though. Oklahoma Is State. Bama above, Bama's above it, right? Uh, I'm
2: looking for them right now. Oklahoma State, though, a team that we like, not above it. Oh,
0: oh. Uh, um, let's see, Alabama. You keep talking, I'll keep looking. You, why don't you just go to fucking go to the top and press sort? What's your deal? That's a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> What's your deal? Have you have you never <laughs> used this before? Alabama is
2: barely above it at thirty five point two percent.
0: We love it. We love to see it in my Final Four. We love to see it. Um, moving on, eight versus nine. Uh, our least favorite team, UNC yeah. Tar Heels, going against 100% Wisconsin. Favorite
2: team, hundred percent the best game of the round of
0: sixty-four, though. Easily, easily. Um, actually, I don't know. There's another game in in this bracket I do love, and I can't wait to watch. We'll get into it because we're on opposite sides. Um, going against Wisconsin Badges Um, UNC. They are so conceited that they named a color blue after themselves. Tar Heel Blue. I hate it. Hate to see it. Wisconsin, red and white. Very boring. Coach UNC is wearing the same suit for 20 years. Wisconsin Wisconsin's coach. Very funny you made ask. This may be the conference of Deshaun receding hairline. This guy always wears a red tie. His first name is Greg. Greg Gard. Don't like that. Great name. I don't like, I don't like don't that at, like, at all. Don't like I don't like I don't, don't like, Greg. I don't don't like, like you. the
2: first or the last name.
1: It's a great name. Double G's. Double G's oh. never work out. GG's. That's yeah. what I that mean. He's going
2: saying saying to GG's to
0: North Carolina after he loses. That's what I'm saying. I just lost where I was. Here we're back. Um, UNC, one of the best offensive rebounds in the country. And Wisconsin struggles against good teams. They did it all year, you know. They may have beaten good teams, but they didn't do it cleanly, I should say. You know what I mean? If that makes sense to you guys, let's kick it to Morgan. Morgan, tell me who yeah,
2: why. Yeah, I hate this. I hate it more than anything. I never want to ever say these words ever again. And I hopefully only have to say it for one week because they're going to get spanked by Baylor in the round of 32. But UNC is going to win this game. Um, every statistic favors UNC on the offensive side. Defense is pretty even, but they do have a significant advantage in the offensive boards. USC, UNC is the best offensive rebounding team in the country. Um, big difference here. What does Wisconsin not have that UNC has? Armando Bacot. Plain and simple. You have a very good big man down there, and that's going to go a long way in the tournament. A long way in the round of 32, but a long way in this one game at least.
1: Greggy, okay. what do you got? I have been tossed up with this ever since I saw that it was the matchup. Uh, went back and forth a couple times, but I think I've made up my mind, and I'm going to go with Wisconsin. Okay. Uh, but I'm rooting for you. I truly am. We both
0: are. Because we're I,
1: both on UNC. I, see you I hate UNC. we yeah. Duke boys. Yeah, I know. Well, reason being, UNC doesn't shoot the three well. Not at all. Um, sure, they have the interior presence to where they can create a few extra possessions for themselves. But Wisconsin has the veteran presence on the court. They have five guys that have started over a hundred games in their career. Um They've been to the tournament every year that these guys have been here, uh, been there. And, you know, without fault, they, they win these games. They win these games that they need to. Uh Sure. They make games a lot tighter than they need to be. Going back to that Penn State Wisconsin game last week, that was a oh. that was a weird one. That was a real weird one. They played down. But, yeah, both of us. But I think uh, Wisconsin, with that upperclassman presence being there multiple years in a row, they know what this feels like. To where UNC does not have that. You know, there's too much turnover in that program. To where these young guys, they don't know what it feels like. Maybe next year, with the year's experience, they make presents. But I don't think it's this time.
0: It's going to take me a couple days. I may sway back that way by the time it starts. But for now, I'm on UNC. I don't hate it. Like you said, (coughs) excuse me. First off, this is one of the two matchups. Wisconsin shouldn't be a nine seed. (coughs) They really shouldn't. No. No. They... If the team we're gonna talk about next, they should probably be in that spot, but it doesn't make any sense to me. It's it's just one of those things that, like, hey, kind of need to need people to tune in. Got to sell some advertising thing, maybe. I don't know. They did. They were slipping towards the end of the year. Lost a couple of games they needed to win, but not so bad. They fall down to a nine seed, but you know things happen. That's the way the cookie crumbled. So for sure, it's gonna be a great game. I can tell you that to be a fact. Now, what I waited for for the last, what, two weeks now? Colin, Colin Gillespie injury was two weeks ago? Where Nova would line. And I couldn't be more excited. The fact that I've already placed the bet. Number five, Villanova Wildcats going against the number 12 Winthrop Golden Eagles. I'll tell you right now, before I go into who, who's wearing what, what colors are who, I'm taking Winthrop. I'm not even looking back. Winthrop lost one game this year. They, they never get respected. It's a good team. They can score. Nova's missing their leader. They're missing their best player. Listen, now I'll get into it. Nova's got a great coach. He does. He wears a shit suit. Typical Philly guy. Can't camp- 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 poke. Had no class. Or that suit.
2: I don't know about that. My man Jay Wright has been in featured articles in GQ for how
1: he dresses. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. Sure, sure he yeah. has. Anyway,
1: he's lost his step since he was at Hofstra.
0: <laughs> that's a that's big a bold fact. statement. That's a big fact. He learned how to dress in New York. Had to come to Philly just not 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 remember what it's like. <laughs> anyway, the Winthrop coach. I will say this. I looked through five pages of Google images on this guy. Not one picture did he have his buttons unbuttoned. On his suit, he always keeps the top button buttoned like he's ready. Like he's ready for a nice photo shoot, looking this way, looking that way, for GQ, unlike Jay Wright. I love it. Nova's in shambles. This is one of the two teams I wanted Nova to match up with in that 12-spot, tw- 13-spot, wherever it was. Um... Winthrop is the top thirty and total points per game. Uh, they're a top twenty team in second chance points. You know they're a big team, efficient. Love it. It's an easy upset for me. Do either one of you guys taking Nova? You know it just it pains
2: me so much for you to disrespect my Villanova team and Jay Wright who as a case is one of the best, if not the best coach in the country. That being said, I'm taking winter fall. So <laughs> uh, it uh-huh. makes too much sense. Uh, I'm not that stupid. Everything leans. Winthrop Villanova. I love them to death. They're beat up. They're injured. It's just not the year. It's not their year for them this season. Um, it, you know, with COVID, with everything that happened, it just, it didn't work out for them. Um, Nova going to get dominated down low by bigger guys, plain and simple. Uh, Wintrip gets 11.2 offensive rebounds a game. Nova gets seven defensive rebounds. Winthrop averages almost four more than Nova does per game. It's, this, is a, this is an upset for me as well. I, I hate to say it. This bracket, this, this region is my least favorite region by far. Because I have to watch UNC win and Nova lose right next to each other on the bracket. I hate it. The only, the only thing that could salvage it is if Duke was somehow in it, and they're not. They don't so, to be in
0: it. Let's be
2: real. Fuck this bracket. I don't care about the South. No one's going to lose. I'm upset about it.
0: Oh, boy. Um, I just got word from Greg. I know he's still here. I just got your text message. He is going to be lost in the mix of some of these minutes. We don't know when. We don't know why. So, Morgan, keep an eye on him while I keep an eye on the notes. Let's move on. Number four, Purdue. The Boilermakers, big union guys, going against North Texas, the Mean Green North Texas. First off, I love the name. Um, what color does Purdue wear? Black and white, gold. One of the best course, home courts in college basketball. Shame there's no fans there. Going against, guess who? The fucking Mean Green. They're, they wear green, that's it. They, don't, they only wear one color. They're technically Falcons, is their, their team name. They wear Mean Green on their jerseys i have never seen a green falcon before. That's what I'm saying. Um, one thing I know to be true in this life, death, taxes, not painter. I'm taking, I'm taking Purdue. I'm not looking back. Um, the, the coach of North Texas, he's got a green tie game, so strong, a leprechaun would be put to shame. Um, North Texas never gone past the opening round. With that, I'm taking Purdue, not looking back. Morgan, I should go to Greg because he might die.
1: Yeah, yeah, Um, I'm on Purdue as well. Yeah, North Texas—they won the conference, but even doing so, tight games all throughout the year. Uh, They pride themselves on their defense. They don't score very much. As the over/unders 125, Purdue has a good defense in and of itself. I don't really see North Texas putting up more than 55 points in this game. There, Morgan. You're on Purdue, right? I'm on Purdue. Yeah. Uh, simply put,
2: the defensive end rebounding Purdue dominates the rebounding.
0: I don't remember the first guy's first name, but Edie, the the freshman, he's like seven foot four, 145 pounds, soaking wet, uh, like that. <laughs> I love him. He's from a foreign land somewhere in the in Europe. Might be a relative of a minute Bowl, possibly. No, he's definitely not, because he's somewhere from Eastern Europea. Europea? European. I was going to say European and Europe got mixed up. Listen, bro, it's 2.09. I've been writing these notes since 6 p.m. I'm ready to go. Let's move on to my favorite game. Hopefully Greg's still here for that. The game of 64. There's no better game. I promise you. Number six, Texas Tech, going against number eleven, Utah State. My Aggies, my favorite team to watch, going against the Red Raiders. Um, Chris Beard is an angry little man, very, very angry all the time. Very passionate, loves his loves his team. Will do anything for him. Craig Smith wears a sh- uh, one of my favorite coaches. You know, knows how to get the team to play together. They're one of the biggest teams in the country, but he wears a. a he wears what his paycheck allows, you know. If he can't afford the suit that night for the rental, he wears he wears a jumpsuit. No worries. I smell an upset coming. I know Morgan hates this pick, so I'll start with him, and then I'll tell him why he's wrong. Yeah. So uh, since I, you know, I'm the big stat guy and everything, yada yada yada.
2: I'm looking at my statistics here, and I'm now fifty fifty on each side. I love Texas Tech. Texas Tech for me, as of a week ago, was a big time. Final four pick for me, and I thought could get to the title game. I still do believe that they could potentially, but as this is not a good matchup, not the in the slightest possible. bit. Um, and everything, statistically speaking, and I when I say everything, I mean everything, statistically speaking, is screaming Utah State uh, more scoring margin, assists per game, total rebounds. It's a significant number. Um, the only thing really that. Uh, Texas Tech has going for them is their turnover percentage is better. But, defensively, Utah State's a better team. Um, right this minute, I'm going to lean Texas Tech because I ride with them right now. However, that could flip at literally any second.
3: Mm. <laughs>
2: Greg, I can, I can be persuade persuaded really quick. I, I am a battleground state when it comes to this. You can flip me red or you can flip me blue. I don't know which way we're going yet. I got you.
0: Greg, speak to me. What do you got for me? All right. All right. Billy, you're gonna love it.
1: I'm on Utah State.
0: Yes! You on were Utah convinced State. the other night, weren't you?
1: Uh, I yeah, I was about to get to that. That watching them play Colorado State, that 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 did it for me. You know, I was questionable on Utah State. I've seen some really good games by them. I've seen some poor outings by them. They are a good team that I think are getting right at the right time. Uh, I think it's a good matchup for them. Not a great matchup. Uh, Texas Tech, very good team. I think it's a worse matchup for them than it than it is for Utah State. Uh, they want to they want to have the ball in Mac McClung's hand, who seemingly of late cannot hit a three. He cannot. He's, he's got, like, the yips. He can't, he can't hit. He's been getting all of his points at the foul line, which means he's been driving to the hoop. And you know what happens when you drive to the hoop against Keita?
0: <laughs> he gets sent back. It's a
1: block party. <laughs> uh, yeah. it, you know, watching him the other night confirmed to me that he's he is just otherworldly he's inside the, best, the
0: I've been saying it for months, bro. He's the best player nobody knows.
1: You have. You absolutely have. I'll give you all the credit in the world for that. Uh, I'm going to take Utah State, Texas Tech, early
0: exit. I love it. I love it. I, and, Morgan, we talked about it. I didn't hate your Texas Tech to the Final Four when they were on the five line and when they were on the four line. But they, they were losing some games. They looked pretty bad. And, listen, Utah State was the same team that beat San Diego State last year to break the undefeated streak of San Diego State, who was gonna be a one seed last year, they don't, they you know who they lost last year Utah State. They lost Sam Merrill, their starting four year point guard. They they didn't skip a beat. They they shoot very well. They make their free throws. Nemuscaida has more blocks than two hundred and fifty teams in the NCAA. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. He's He's agile, he's one of the best passers in in college basketball at seven feet tall. He's gonna have a nice long career in the NBA once he puts a show on for Texas Tech.
1: Yeah, he um, reminds me of uh, a smaller like Chris Boucher.
0: I yes, but I think he's more skilled in the pass.
1: He, I I agree. And you know, they have on the
0: defensive that. end, absolutely. Um,
1: Exactly. That, that's what I'm talking about in the defensive end. Of Offensive is completely
0: different. Yep. Like you, what you broke it down perfectly. Where it's where you said it's a worse matchup for Texas Tech than it is for Utah State. Utah State is used to playing teams that that are nitty and gritty and play defense. That's what the Mountain West is. Like if you're you you do not belong in the Mountain West if you don't play defense.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Like there's no ifs ands or buts about it. This this game plays right into Utah State and it's gonna be a damn shame when ninety percent of people have no idea who Utah State is and everybody loses their, their bracket because of this. Because Utah State not only great defensive team, but they're the tallest team in the country. Average height of six foot ten. Most of their bench is six nine and above. Uh being six eleven, they're power forward, phenomenal shooter. Um Brock Miller, he's, he's doing a little bit of backspasm. This is my favorite team. I'm going to talk about him all night if I wanted to. Um, but he looked, he looked money against Colorado State early. He looked good against San Diego State. Um, that's it. You, the Aggies, come up with what was theirs last year. I, was, I kept telling Gray, I, I the reason why I was so upset we didn't go to AC, because I had the lines were going to be set perfect. That Utah State was going to make a sweet 16 run and we were going to make a shitload of money on the money lines. That nobody would have known and it was ruined. Next game. Greg, I'm still surprised you're here, by the way. Number yeah. three, Arkansas going against some toothpaste in Colgate. Um, it's I, I think Morgan's going against the, the, going on the toothpaste, but I'm, I'm taking the Razorbacks. Um. They Colgate's been in the tournament three times. And they lost three times, um, but they do cover. They do cover both as a fifteen and sixteen team. They've lost by under ten points, so I like the idea that they cover. But I'm not picking toothpaste over Razorback. Morgan, are you are you going to be on Colgate or are you going to? I, I'm taking. I'm taking Colgate.
2: Tell me why. Uh, I think this is going to be the highest scoring game by far. Of round one, or the round of 64. These two teams rank number two and number five in all of college basketball and scoring. Uh, They run, they get up the court. Offensive stats, though, if you dig into them a little bit deeper, now again, lesser competition. They lean Colgate pretty significantly. Uh, It's four, four more points per game that Colgate scores. Colgate has two and a half more assists per game. They have their effective field goal percentage is five percent higher. Their per, turnover percentage is three percent lower. And then on the defen- defensive side, the defensive statis- statistics. Geez, I can't talk. This defensive statistics lean Colgate a little bit more. Um, I was very, I was watching very intently Arkansas during the SEC tournament. Was not impressed, not in the slightest bit. I put a lot of money betting on Arkansas in the SEC tournament. They hurt me a lot. They did nothing to really show me that they, you know, were anything great. I think this is a prime spot right here for an upset. I think that this is going to be because it's going to be such a high scoring game. It's going to be close the entire way, and it's going to this game will be figured out in the last minute.
0: Yeah. Before I kick it to Greg, Kogi's only played fifteen games. They, they're, they're, I think, those stats are a little, a little suspect.
2: Okay, fifteen games for me just means fresher legs, in my opinion.
0: Yeah, there was a lot of breaks in between and playing a bunch of nobodies against playing against the Power Conference. I don't know. I don't, I don't see it. I, I love the Razorbacks. I think that you just bet I'm in a bad spot. In a spot that they didn't need to win or really even need to be in that game at this point. In the season, they already solidified their spot. You know, that's what a lot of like conference betting, tourne- conference tournament betting is. is to do that, does that team need to win? Um... But, anyway, I'll be on Arkansas. Greggy, are you still here with us? What do you got? Yeah,
1: I'm here. I'm here. Um, Yeah, this this is a no-doubter for me. It's Arkansas. It's Arkansas for the reason that they played in probably the second-best conference in the country this year. And they did a fantastic job in that conference. Colgate... They didn't even play their first game until January 2nd of this year, and those 15 games were all in conference in a four-team conference consisting of Army, Boston University, and Loyola, Maryland. They played a 4 and 10 team in the conference finals today.
0: Yeah. Yep. And then they're named they- after Toothpaste.
1: Yeah. I mean, that's, that is a good point. I'm a crest type of guy. But they, the, a team playing in a four-team conference and only playing that conference and being 14-1, and one, that, that is not doing anything for me. Sure, they can, they can score. But they haven't seen a team like Arkansas. Not even close. Not even remotely close. I think this game is a blowout. Arkansas could hit a hundred points.
0: I agree. I, I think you're just you're, you're overthinking it. I think you're just you're diving too deep into the stats. But you know, I, listen, you're more than welcome. To be our guest. It's got to it has to be upset somewhere. We've, yeah, I mean, we've had a bunch of upsets so far. Mm-hmm. Um, let's move on. Number seven, Florida Gators, going against the number ten. VTech Virginia Tech Hokies. Morgan, what the fuck is a Hokie? Um,
2: a Hokie is someone who makes moonshine up in the mountains. Oh, really? I have no idea. <laughs> Damn it. Yeah. I was, I was like, That's pretty cool, though: That'd be pretty cool. Let's find out. Man. Let's find out. Uh, because now I'm... I type Hickey instead of Hokie. Uh, a Hokie is a Hokie bird. Which
0: I hope oh. is another
3: word for a turkey. do I don't like that. <laughs> That's different. That's
0: different. Like that. Turkey. I haven't sucks. heard any turkey teams before. Um, I will say, I'm going. I'm going for the coach. Looking at the coaches here, Billy Darm is now walking through that door from Florida for the Florida Gators. I'll tell you that. And uh, on the V Tech side, this is a guy before the game even starts takes the jacket off already. But he always keeps the vest on. Classy. I respect that. You gotta, you gotta respect it. Um, Florida doesn't do anything special. They don't do anything great. But Trey Mann is a baller. You have to admit it. Um, they are playing for... Um, what's what's the guy's name? Johnson. What's, the first, what's his first name, boys? The kid who died on the court. Not yeah. died, but... Um. Yeah, I, I don't. I can't think of his name off the top of my head. Oh, Ken, you know. Kenyon Johnson. He was supposed to be the SEC Player of the Year. Florida. If, if he was on this team, and, you know, happy's healthy, um, Keontae King, Johnson. Uh, Keontae Johnson. He the kid was a baller. Kid's a baller, but unfortunately, he's not here today. Um, V Tech on the best day can play with anybody in the country. They beat Virginia early in the year. Uh, they beat, beat Virginia last week, I'm sorry, but they beat uh, Nova in non-conference earlier in the year. Um, Greg, tell me who you're on, VTEC or Florida? I'm on VTech.
1: I think they're too good of a team. They're, they're an aggressive team, strong team. They rebound well. They shoot relatively well. Uh, Florida's a bit too inconsistent for me. Uh, like you said, if, if they had their star player, it'd be a completely different story. This probably wouldn't even be the matchup, but we're here today. This is what it is, and I think Virginia Tech will uh, slide by.
0: I love it. I'm on VTech as well. Morgan, you taking Florida?
2: I am not. I am on VTech as well. I think that VTech could find their way to the Elite Eight uh, and maybe run into Baylor right there. Um, I think V tech is a very good team. I know you yeah, guys as you as well both have already said and everything Um, it's just been a lot of a circumstance kind of stuff with them and why they're not up higher um, I it's It's like it's just eye test plain and simple. I think that they're just better better team right now
0: Love it. Let's move on. Let's move on to uh, the number two team in the uh, in this uh, in this region the Ohio State choke Eyes, I mean, Buckeyes, excuse me, um, going against Oral Roberts, more Golden Eagles. There's like seven teams in this, in this uh, tournament this year named Golden Eagles. Um, oh, we just need Marquette to get in here. Oh, fuck Marquette, that trash school. Typical Big East school, bunch of garbage in that conference. <laughs> uh, I could have said that wasn't said. Yeah, I will. Um, Morgan just got up and left because he's very upset with me. Uh, <laughs> Ohio State's coach wears a very boring suit, nothing special. Um, the old Roberts coach, he strikes me as a guy who probably has to work a summer job. Probably does this on the side, you know, you know, does it on the weekends. Um, Ohio State's been choke ours lately. Can't finish a game. Stepping out of bounds on a, stepping in inbounds on, an out, uh, on a pass in. Turn the ball over one second left. They've been bad, and down the road, down the stretch at the end of games. But Oral Roberts they score a lot. They and Ohio State can't play defense. I just don't see an upset. Talent, talent discrepancy. I'm taking Ohio State. Not looking back. Morgan, agree. I have V taking down Ohio State. So Ohio State's gonna just roll through Oral Roberts. I'm I'm currently at like I have. That's the only part of my bracket has not filled out but that match it's, t- it's a right tough there. one.
2: I I hate this entire region. But it's I think that's that's a good that's gonna be a really good game. And I think I I, I agree with you on that not filling that part, part out yet. Um but I yeah. Ohio State's an easy
0: pick for sure. Morgan. Uh I'm sorry, Greg.
1: Yeah I'm guys? on uh I'm on Ohio State myself. I think talent prevails. Uh although all Robert's Oral Roberts has the leading score in the nation in Max Abrams. Uh, Kevin O'Banner also shoots. Uh, he has 18 points per game as well. So, you know, they can shoot the ball real well. Uh, I did watch their game against North Dakota State the other day for the conference title. They did show a lot of inconsistency for the fact that they put up 50 in the first half and it was a complete polar opposite. Um Like I said, I like Ohio State to roll in this game, but I do want to throw it out here before the number goes even higher. That the the over under it's one fifty four and a half. You have Ohio State who already averages seventy seven points a game and Oral Roberts who averages eighty one a game. Take the over. Take the over. (laughs) I think Ohio State puts up at least eighty. Oral Roberts could easily put up seventy themselves. Um, I think this may be a closer game than Vegas predicts. It's 16-and-a-half, it's but Ohio State it is for me, and get the over while you can at this number.
0: Yep, I like that. I like that a lot. Um, that that concludes, what is this, South bracket? This is South? Yes. Speak to me. South, yeah. Speak to me, boys. I need your assistance. <laughs> that concludes the South. We're about to move on to the West. Shout-out to the dads on the TV. Shout-out to the Mills, letting them, you know the deal. Uh, Shout-out to Sean, who's going to have his work cut out for him. I promise you, we appreciate it. I Side note, I told these boys, I put in a 12-game Moneyline Parlay, $10 to win twenty-seven grand. If that hits, we're starting to pay Sean. Just letting you guys know. <laughs> I, I, he said it was fair. Uh, we huh. will not pay Jared, though, for birthing him a degenerate. No, he pays us. He up. should actually... He should be paying us. He definitely should be paying us. Uh, speaking of talent prevailing, Illinois, number one seed going against Drexel. Morgan was high on Drexel. But wow, this is Illinois by 35, 40 points. Kofi Co- Coburn, a.k.a. Cockburn, which is his real name. Mm-hmm. It's Cockburn. 100% it's, it's
3: definitely Cockburn.
0: Cockburned. They're just trying to keep it PC. That's what I'm saying. Um, and Desumo? Coburn and Cock and Coburn Cockburn and DeSumo could beat them three on five because Cockburn and Coburn are two different people now. Uh, this this is a no brainer. Don't I'm not, I'm not going to send it to these two. They don't deserve this. Just agree with me because it's it's too easy. Wow. It's too <laughs> easy. Well, you know what, Morgan? Are you please tell me you're taking Drexel? No, I am not. Okay, okay then shut the, the fuck fun, up. I
2: had a fun little I have a fun little tidbit I want to throw out there.
0: Okay, go ahead. And hey, jeez, this guy here.
2: Um, <laughs> Fun thing that I'm going to say now, since, you know, you tried to silence me again. I don't know why it doesn't fall into this category, but it's interesting in the same regard, because there's only one team that falls into this category, which is not our number one seed. Of the last 25 teams, uh, I'm sorry, of the last 15 teams to win a title, all of them have entered March Madness with at least 25 wins prior to, their tour, prior to the first game of March Madness. There's only one team that has that this year, which is Gonzaga. So, Illinois, as one of your top number one seats, something to think about. Now, granted, this was a different season than, you know, obviously most seasons. A lot of teams didn't play the same game. But stats don't lie.
0: If I am correct, which I'm almost certain, I just want to be right. Illinois has had seven losses, right? Illinois has six They have, they six have the losses. most losses out of six. They have the most, have the most out of all ones. hmm
2: I will say, though, I do not think Illinois is the most susceptible to going down.
0: Me either. We, not at all. Definitely so, like, Michigan. We, it's Michigan. 100% Man. Michigan is the most susceptible Michigan's to going down. out in the round of 32, boys. Mm. I could um, see it
2: happen. I could see Illinois potentially, potentially going out in the 32. It's a long, much, 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 much more of a shot. That's
0: what I could see. It's it a, it a lot. It's a lot. This is a good game, though. Loyola Chicago. Okay. The Ramblers, the Ramblin' Man himself, going against the oh, Yellow Jackets.
3: Ramblin man. <laughs>
0: going against Georgia Tech, uh, the Yellow Jackets. Fun fact, boys and girls, I am deathly afraid of bees. I, I no joke, it's I a will, fun fact. I will scream like a little girl if a bee gets very close to me. There's very few things I'm afraid of. And uh, bees are definitely one of them. Funny, I didn't there's, know like, that. Were there something, something funny, Greg?
2: I didn't know that, and I'm not afraid of bees, so I'm gonna bring a case of a jar of bees to the bachelor party.
0: Oh, that,
1: that knocked you out, baby! I'm not afraid of bees, dude. <laughs> no. I know that
0: works perfectly. Um, we have some haircuts I want to talk about in this one for the coaches. Loyal Chicago's uh, coach—he's a mid-forties man, but he's trying to rock that Jersey Shore. So, you know, you just put the gel and you put your hair straight up. I don't like it, and everybody knows. The, uh, the Andy Reid visor over the, the 80s perm with a Georgia Tech coach. Um, great look. I, I love it. Greggy, kick me off. Who do yes, you got sir. in this game? Tell me why. Yes, sir. I have Loyola
1: Chicago in this game.
0: Okay. I do. Okay. I do. Uh,
1: I hate
0: it. This it, is a tough game.
1: It is a very tough game. Uh, my heart wants me to take Georgia Tech. Um, I've said it in previous episodes. I'm a big fan of that team. Uh, they show a ton of heart. Jose Alvarado, arguably one of my favorite players in college basketball. He's got heart, at Big heart, and he's a baller at that. Um, but I think Loyola Chicago's defense is too strong, although I think Georgia Tech gives them a fight, a real good fight. I think they come out on top. I really do. Um, side note, apart from... Just the game in general.
0: The over is only one twenty-four and a half. I think that's really low. Yeah, it's gonna be. A hit. It's gonna head over. It's, yeah. they're like they're defense. both defense teams are very good defensively, mm-hmm. but they do know how to score. Exactly. They that, know how to get the why line. I I think
1: it's real, real low. So I would get okay. that asap.
0: Morgan, speak to me. This one's
1: a tough one. Um, I love Loyola Chicago.
2: However, I'm leaning Georgia Tech. For this, in this game. Um, plain and simple, Georgia Tech is the hot team right now. Played a good tournament. Very good tournament. You know, played a very good tournament. That's pretty much what it comes down to to me. Um, I love the team that's coming in, playing better basketball, who is a hotter
0: team at the moment. I am going the same. I am taking Jose Alvarado. Because he's an absolute dog, and I will never bet against him again. I will do it until I lose all my money. It doesn't matter. I love that man. He cried on national television after beating Florida State, stripping the ball over and over again, leading his team to victory. Leading that that '80s perm. I love it. Um, I'm taking Georgia Georgia Tech, and I'm I'm very excited to see what Illinois versus Georgia Tech looks like. Well, well, Morgan's very upset that because I know he's big and a loyal Chicago fan. He does it does pain him for that bet. For that thing. It it's completely pain. you know,
2: I said, I said a couple weeks. I said a couple episodes ago. You know, I said Georgia Tech for the ACC title. You know, and they they were, they were getting hot. They played. I like said they played a great tournament. I I'm I'm okay with it. You know, it's 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 about the big picture now.
1: Yeah, I think I mentioned it uh, when we were talking about that. That I liked Georgia Tech for the tournament you and trying, gave their odds. Trying and I was of, are you trying to steal my pick? No, he, I mean he bet it. I, did you bet it? Oh, good for you. I I, I did. did. But I, I, put it, I announced it as one of my picks that I liked.
2: I announced it with everyone the same day that I put a dollar bet on Duke to win the ACC. Yeah,
0: yeah. that was brutal. That was a terrible bet.
1: <laughs> it um, only cost a dollar.
0: Yeah, I'm I
1: open to changing my pick.
0: I am. There's time. Yeah. Me as well. That's a tough game to, you know. I, it's it's going to be a good game. Like, let's be real, boys. You know, I did, once the brackets came out, I just started doing notes. Started doing all the stuff I could do. Figure out, figure it all out. Greg was still at work. Morgan was driving home. We're only a couple hours into this. Mm. By, by tip off, we're gonna have we're gonna have it all ready to go. Yep. You know, I, I'm thinking I want to be quick. Side note: I think we should put out our own brackets once. Like I, mean, we're all in the same bracket. I don't want to just do it beforehand. Like the day, like they're locked in, you can't change them. We should post them on Twitter. I think it'd be cool. Yeah, I agree. Um, I get- Next game, this game I had a, little, a quick little tussle in my mind with, but I, you know I came to my senses. Number five Tennessee Volunteers against number twelve Oregon State Beavers. The Beavers coming off a Pac-12 championship win, an unexpected one. They were preseason ranked last in the Pac-12. Started from the bottom, now we're here, boys. Do you see an upset? Tell me why, if you do. No, no,
2: not a chance. Tennessee is significantly better in every statistical category than Oregon State. Oregon State doesn't deserve to even be here. Yeah, they won their conference. Great. Whoop-dee-doo. They shouldn't be here. They don't belong. Greg?
1: I have the upset. Oh, boy. I do. <laughs> I do. I'm, I'm open for change, but at this current moment, I have Oregon State. Um, I like this team who is, you know, they're riding high right now. They're on cloud nine. They have nothing to lose. I think they go in against Tennessee, who very questionable team. You know, first month of the season, they're arguably they're up there with Virginia as the top defensive team in the country. And then they start to slip, you know, and it's been that way the past couple months. You know, they lost to Kentucky when they definitely should not have. They've had a couple bad losses on their resume. They almost lost to Vanderbilt without Scotty Pippen Jr. and their other second leading scorer. So they're very prone to letdowns.
0: They play down to competition.
1: Yeah, they do, and you know, I think Oregon State uh, jumps on that opportunity.
2: Uh, listen, I don't. I, I don't hate. I don't hate what you're saying. However, yeah. there's one big thing, two big things that really pushed this for me, and it's a couple of players. Who look right. like they're going to be top top ten picks in the NBA? Mm-hmm. Uh, and skill and talent wins the day. Plain and simple. Did and for, yeah,
0: it's simple. Yeah. Johnson. Yeah. are just too big, too strong, too fast. They're just more athletic, and you know, I'm singing Rocky Top, baby. Yeah, you know, I I tossed and turned with it for about an hour. I had it originally, and I changed it in my bracket, and I'm not looking back. If yeah. I if it's, I don't I don't have Tennessee going very far, so it, like it won't bust my bracket. If it does, um, so I'm I'm taking Tennessee. I'm not looking back. If Oregon State wins, good for them. They're gonna they're gonna get blown out by the next team. It's gonna they're gonna talk about and that's OK State number four. The Cowboys going against the Liberty Flames. I did not know the, the that Liberty's team name was the Flames. Very exciting. Mm. Um, yeah, new, new news for me. Um, I will say, OK State's coach wears a very below average suit for his job. Um, the coach for Liberty Flames is fashionable. He wears, he wears glasses for fashion, not for reading. You can tell because it doesn't even look like his lenses in them. Um, to me, boys, we talked about, I want to talk about this. This game, OK State should be on the three spot. Like, the top three spot in the Gonzaga division. They should be the number one three team, without a doubt. They just rolled through their conference tournament. They beat Gonzaga. They beat West Virginia. West Virginia's a three seed. They just beat them. Makes no sense. They beat them twice in two weeks, I think. Um, this is the Kane Cunningham rival party, I think, this tournament. You know, he missed a few games. You know, people started to forget about him. You know. Liberty's a good team. They shoot very well, but they play too slow. K Cunningham and and company, they're just gonna run them up and down the court. Morgan, you have that stupid grin on your face like you're thinking about taking Liberty. No, I'm not.
2: Oh, okay. um, I actually was just I was no I'm hundred percent on OK State. I was actually just looking up something interesting. Um, and it is what is Oh, we lost what Greg. The, Yeah. What uh what does it look like for NBA first overall picks in the, in the tournament. What does that look like for them? It's just something I'm interested in. And it's very much mixed results. Uh, we don't have, you know, this, you have Anthony Davis's, the guys who win the title. Carl Anthony Towns took Kentucky to the Final Four. Uh, Kyrie got Duke to the Sweet 16. But you also have a lot of number one overall picks who don't get you very far. Uh, Zion didn't take Duke too far. Zion didn't, didn't, didn't play. Didn't. Didn't play, however. Let me go. Hey, don't put that on Zion. He can play. It still counts. Ben Simmons didn't get his team into the tournament. That team was bad. It was bad. Markel Fultz played great in college. Washington went nowhere. Anthony James Bennett very at LV. Bad. Was not good. He made it one round. It's a very much a mixed bag. I granted the talent level is very different. I think Cade Cunningham is a very good player. And he's going to be a very good pro. Uh, 100% on OK State, though. I think we said at the very beginning, I think OK State has a shot to win the whole thing.
0: Yeah. I like I said before, real quick, Greg is on beyond OK State. I don't know where his reasons why, but I'm assuming he's gotta do with how good Kate Cunningham is. And you know, he's not the only person on that team. When he was down there was players that came up, stepped up big. Um, for what I had to say before I told you I don't have Tennessee going very far. I have Oklahoma State beating them. I have Oklahoma State yep. beating Illinois, I Listen, they're a hot team. I'm riding the hot hand. Um, There's nothing more to it. You know, 90% of the time, especially like a game like Tennessee, OK State, like this isn't that that matchup we're talking about, but I'm taking the best player on the court if I'm tossing and turning, you know. This isn't that case, you know. It's just a shame that Liberty doesn't get to play a better, a team more reasonable for them. You know, they're a very good team. Don't get me wrong. Um, I don't hate the over in this game. I don't have the number, but I promise you it's not high enough because Liberty scores like crazy. Um, let's move on. Mountain West favorite. Another bet I've already made. San Diego State Aztecs going against the Syracuse Orange. Well, First off, I've been saying this for since I was a kid. What kind of bullshit name is the Orange?
1: It's <laughs> how, like,
0: like, you know, they play in the Dome. You know, they could be the Syracuse Jets. They could be all this. You know, you know there's an airport right by. No, they choose the orange. You know, San Diego State coach often wears a track suit versus a, a dinosaur who uh, who needs his family on his team to be relevant nowadays. Um, <laughs> listen, buddy. Or buddy
2: ball action.
0: Buddy ball. I love buddy. He He's a great player. He is. But he would have a better opportunity to go win a title somewhere else is what i'm trying to tell people. He's a good player, great shooter, you know, could be used on San Diego State. He plays good defense as well, you know. For somebody who'd never played a, a game of man man-to-man defense in his life, he played pretty good defense. Um, the zone's not going to work against the Aztecs. They shoot too well, they pass too well. Um, they dribble, they dribble drive too well, you know. They're a very 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 solid team given that they do try to throw the ball off the backboard for an extra rebound when they're supposed to cover and then blow half my bankroll. That's a story for another time, Morgan. Um, I'm on San Diego State. There's no doubt about it. I love this. I already bet it. I bet the two and a half, bet the money line. Morgan, speak to me. I'm on San Diego State as well.
2: Uh, I don't think I'm nearly as confident as you are,
0: though. Uh, I could
2: see this. I see, can see this game going either way pretty quickly. Um, I think the one thing that pulls me much pulls me and leans me much more into San Diego State, however, is their defensive prowess. They're a significantly better defensive team than Syracuse is. Syracuse gives up 70.7 points per game. San Diego State gives up 61.3. Their opponent field goal percentage is about four percentage points different. Rebounds, lean San Diego State. Now, Syracuse does have some nice things going. They get double the blocks that uh, San Diego State has. They have almost two, two more steals. They have five less fouls per game. So there are some things going. Uh, so I could, I could definitely see this go Syracuse's way, but I like
0: San Diego State. Well, they, they commit five less fouls a game so they don't play any defense. That's what the zone will do for you. Listen, I am a big opposition to, to the 2-3 zone. If good, oh, I am
2: too. I hate it. That's listen, I, I,
0: I played basketball most of my life. If you're going to run a zone, you run a 1-3 run or a box one. That's what you do. you don't want a 2-3, it don't work. So the roti- Swinging the ball and skip passing is way too easy nowadays for it to actually work well. And they don't have an anchor down low like they used to. There's no shot. There is, this game's going to be a 10-12 point game. It's very easy. This game... Oh, by the way, gray has got San Diego State. Most likely for the same reasons because he's a big Mountain West guy now, thanks to me. Uh, Next game on the board, one of my favorite teams. I told, I've been telling you for a while. The West Virginia Mountaineers going against the worst team in college basketball history, Moorhead State. Greg's Moorhead State. Greg will be fading Moorhead State in this one. Um, oh, are, we, are we
2: sure about that? It sounds like a Greg guarantee.
0: Oh, man, we're going to slander Greg's name when he's not here now. It's so sad. Um, <laughs> listen, this, this one's pretty easy. I don't think we really need to touch too much into this. Um, this is a the, this is a mountaineer game. Yeah, this is it's clear, it's clear and simple. And the next game, let's just get let's just get to, get to the next game already. I number did. seven. <laughs> was, I, 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 I just the This is game. the last
2: probably real interesting game in this no, bra-
0: this region. I, this game is gonna stink. It's gonna be so bad. Number seven, Clemson against number ten, Rutgers. The Tigers. Versus the Knights. Orange versus red. The good old rainbow classic. Um, I hate Rutgers. I hate everything about them. They stink. They're good. They stink. They're good. They stink, 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 then they're good. You never know what you're going to get. Clemson plays good defense. Um, I don't like either one of these teams. I think they both stink. It's that simple. I don't have stats to back it up. Maybe you do. I know Greg probably yeah, does cause you know, he took Rutgers. Right? Let me double check uh, that. Hold on. No, he took Clemson. I'm sorry.
2: Yes. Yeah, so uh, a wise man once said, life is like, some, like a box of chocolates. You never know what you're going to get. And that's what Rutgers is. I don't know what I'm going to get out of them. But I like chocolates, and they're very sweet. So I'm going to roll with Rutgers. I think Rutgers can win this game. Um, and I think... I, I could be completely wrong. Rutgers could lose by 50, very possibly. But I'm just going to roll with them take the risk on them. Um, they're scoring more points per game than Clemson is. They score 70 points per game. Clemson's at 65.3. Um, their assists are pretty similar. They, get more re- they out-rebound uh, Clemson in this one. Their turnover, they turn the ball over a pretty decent amount less. Um, it's, it's an interesting one. Another, another team where, you know, steals. Rutgers gets two more steals per game than Clemson does. I'm going to take a chance with Rutgers. It's not going to be, like you said earlier, it's not going to be a game that busts my bracket anyway because the winner, whoever wins this game, I don't have getting past Houston. Yeah. So um, I'll take a risk here and see if it pays off for me.
0: Yeah. The one thing I will say on on a good night, Ron Harper Jr. is one of the top 25 players in in, in the country. On a bad night, he might as well be playing for Chicago State. Um, <laughs> when he's good, he's good. When he's bad, he's bad. They're um, my favorite players. Listen, he's, I enjoy watching
2: I, him play. I love a good emotional roller coaster. That's why I've been in my last relationships.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, last game. I can't believe we made it. We're, how, how deep are we now? we are two hours and ten minutes we, into it. This is not as long as the NBA one. I knew it wouldn't be. Cause, it's not. Because we started later. We tried to rush through it a little bit. We'll have more information as the information comes out. Uh, they put the Houston. kibosh on me speaking all the time. I had to silence. Be here for been nine hours.
2: Be here for nine hours.
0: Right. Take,
2: take it ra- on this one. Ra- take it away. Once, I don't know. I mean, it's Houston. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> it. You got me. You got me. You played me on this one. <laughs> it's Houston. Houston's going to win this game. There's there's literally nothing else you need to know. It's a, This is a guarantee. Houston all the way. Um, in every sense of it, Houston is better.
0: It saddens my heart because Cleveland State is a team I bet on all year. And I saw this and I said, oh, my poor Vikings. Those poor little boys down there. Down in the cold streets of Cleveland. Freezing. Wishing they could play
2: there's, play, play Rock.: there's, there's nothing good about Cleveland. Cleveland. Why would I pick Cleveland State? There's literally nothing good about Cleveland. No, Nobody sits there and says, oh, hey, hon, let's go on vacation this year to Cleveland. Well, I, Houston might get some votes. Houston is the fourth largest city in the nation. Did you know that? I didn't know that. Did you either?
0: Yeah, it's crazy. I thought my, what is it, L.A., New York, Chicago? Houston is number four. I would have went Miami. I would have
2: thought Philly would not have a chance. Uh, it's kind of small. It's... I mean, you could even say Dallas.
0: Yeah, Seattle. Dallas. I Seattle. Seattle. Anyway, we're going Houston.
2: We're uh, Greg walk. didn't give me a Houston. pick for this
0: game, so I'm just assuming he's going Cleveland Greg State.
2: Greg did. Greg did just send us one. He said Houston.
0: Uh, I thought he was going to go Cleveland State. Yeah. <laughs> Let's just so, give him Cleveland State, though. <laughs> <laughs> um, listen, that was fun. That was a lot of fun. I'm excited for, those... for the next round. Yeah. i mean, are going to be doing this First
2: for each all... round, and I'm excited about it.
0: Yeah. We're going to try to do this for every round, see how it goes, just keep it moving. We'll adjust our... Like, well, just our picks according, you know, our brackets would be filled out. I had brackets already filled out. Um, I want to give myself a quick shout out. <laughs> we, we did this in the beginning of the year, but it's official. The regular season college basketball handicap championship goes to me. You guys both ended on probably the worst streak that Ben's ever I, seen.
2: I, I started playing massive cards and I went like on a five for 40 stretch very much.
0: Yep, Morgan went from ten games above five hundred to twenty games under five hundred, and has now worked his way back to being only a couple games under. Greg went from competing <laughs> had with a couple me. Good, had a couple
2: good days there to finish out. Luckily,
0: yeah. yeah no, listen, man, it's it's highs and lows. I, I stay steady. I had, to
2: take some, I had to take some risks if I wanted to take the top spot. Yeah,
0: Greg, Greg was trying play. to catch me. Shout out to Greg. He was trying to catch me. He, I know he died slowly, just like he died slowly in making picks. He kind of, you know, he was hitting a couple money line parlays and feeling good about himself, feeling risque, if you will. And next thing you know, he's under 500 too. I'm going to be over 500 all three sports, and that's all that matters to me at the end of the day. But, you know, there's still a lot of basketball. Me and Greg have that wager. Most picks, correct. Wins the money. Um, Morgan, it's been fun. It's very late. We both have work. Send us home.
2: Follow me Let's at get out of here. You can find Greg at Gersh Greg and his eight other followers. Uh, would love to have you join them. Maybe they'll have a nice little house party, Zoom party one of these nights. It's not going to fill a Zoom room, that's for sure. Um, you can find Billy at BillyFFV. You can find myself at, at MoWatch 26 um, We are betting the diagonal. Thank you for being here with us this evening. And we will see you Tuesday night for
0: some more picks. Yes, sir. Best of luck, and I hope we helped you with your brackets. And uh, sorry, Sean, you couldn't be here. Good night.